0: The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio
1: Network. Thank you for being here. It's great to have you with us. There's, uh, as usual, a lot to talk about. Interesting weekend uh, for the Parkland students. They appeared on uh, the Bill Maher show. And it's probably as agonizing as anything you'll hear in your life. (laughs) We'll share the highlights if you can call them that uh, coming up. Also, the ADL has uh, developed a hate speech algorithm, which I'm very, very excited about. Yeah, we're not in trouble at all. Don't even worry about things. And President Trump this weekend was enamored with uh, Xi Jinping of China saying that, well, I mean, eliminating the term limits and becoming perhaps president for life. Nothing wrong with that, right? He thinks it's great, he said a couple of times at a uh, Republican fundraiser. Uh, it's a freewheeling speech, they called it, to Republican donors in Florida. You probably shouldn't be doing freewheeling, freewheeling speeches. It's just a good safety tip. Because this is what comes out when, when he does. Don't okay, forget, China's great, and Xi is a great gentleman. Okay, China's, China's great, and Xi is great. Um, He's now
2: president for
1: life. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's great. He's a Republican.
3: President, no, he's great. He's, hey, look, he was able to do that. I think
4: it's great. Maybe we'll have to give that a shot someday. Right?
1: Uh, yeah. Maybe you'll give it a shot someday, huh? <laughs> he's yeah. the most powerful yeah. president in 100 years. You know, a mm-hmm. person in
5: the 100 years in China. It's great. And
6: he treated us it's tremendously great. well it's great. when I went over there.
1: <clears throat> and there's the key, of course, because he treated him well when he went over there. And that's what it takes with with Donald Trump. That's all it takes. Treat him great, and he's going to love everything you do, pretty much. He thinks it's great that he's becoming uh, president for life. Does anybody else think that's great? No, I don't think that's great. And it's not something we'll be trying here, ever, in the United States of America.
4: Just like last week. Take take Trump's words on... Taking the guns first, due process second, put those in the voice of Barack Obama, and you would be terrified, and rightfully so.
1: That's the thing. If Obama had said this, this would be the lead story on talk radio everywhere. If it was Obama, it would be one of the worst things ever said. People would be talking about impeachment. People would be saying, this guy doesn't support the, the U.S. Constitution. This guy wants to be a dictator. That's what they would call him if... It was Barack Obama saying those words. It's not okay because it was a Republican. And it's not okay because it was Donald Trump. Wow, I mean, the people at that fundraiser, what a a bunch of lemmings laughing at that. (laughs) Clearly, yeah, I think he said it in kind of a joking way. But again, if it were Barack Obama, would it be okay? He wasn't joking about the fact that he he thought it was great. Xi Jinping did that. That wasn't a joke. No, I think it's great. Oh, uh, okay. I don't. (laughs) I'll bet the people of China don't. Unless they want to go back to the times of Mao. And I really doubt that they do. I really kind of doubt it. Uh, also, the Oscars were last night, and yeah, they were every bit as political, maybe even more so than you can possibly imagine. And yes, the stars mostly avoided Ryan Seacrest, despite the fact that he's, he's been cleared of anything any wrongdoing. They did a, an investigation. They said there was no evidence that he did what, what he's accused of. She was asking, she was trying to get $15 million out of him. They said no. And now we continue to hear about this. So all five women competing for uh, best actress avoided him, went, went somewhere else. It's it's really a shame. Margot Robbie, Frances McDormand, uh, Suarez, Ronan. I don't know who that is. Suarez, no Ronan? Huh. From Lady Bird. I don't get out. Sally Hawkins, uh, from The Shape of Water, and Meryl Streep. All of course skipped. Uh, Ryan Seacrest and E. Uh, The Shape of Water, by the way, (laughs) a truly bizarre movie. One for best, best picture of the year. Uh, I find that fascinating because Shape of Water, uh, I didn't see it, but if you look at the synopsis, it takes place in 1962 in Baltimore. Elisa Esposito found abandoned as a baby with scars on her neck, has been mute all her life. That disability, which has largely led to her not having opportunities. Despite being a bright woman, she works a manual labor job as a cleaner at a military research facility where she's long been friends with another cleaner who often translates her sign language to others. She has no romance in her life, and she falls in love with a fish. But it's a humanoid fish, so it's okay.
4: Oh, okay. Oh, well, now it's okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, She falls in love and I guess has sex with, apparently, a uh, a mixed human amphibious creature found in the waters of the Amazon. That's uh,
4: quite a plot you got there. Yeah,
1: it's just, you know, we're making it all okay. It's just all normal and fine. Don't worry about it. I mean, (laughs) I didn't see that one coming. We should have, because many years ago, our president said... I
7: know the human being mm-hmm. and fish can coexist peacefully.
1: And apparently sexually as well. Apparently we can coexist and and uh, cohabitate in the same place. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and we can... What was it he said about uh, gynecologists like... bring our love? Oh, yeah. He bring their that love. One, yeah. And they can bring their love to the women all over the country. <laughs> practice. No, practice, practice their, their love. love. Right.
4: Yeah, so it's um, uh, there's too many good docs going out of business. Too many OBGYNs aren't able to practice their love.
1: <laughs> he said this. Too many OBGYNs
4: aren't able to practice their, their... their love
7: with women all across <laughs> this country.
1: <laughs> I don't know why... What is that? Too many OBGYNs are not are not ready to <laughs> practice their love <laughs> with women all across the country. He's what? not so good on his feet. No, <laughs> no, but
4: uh, practice there a little bit. You know what he can do that Barack Obama <laughs> couldn't throw a baseball.
1: Yes, he could. Yeah, that's for sure. So anyway, uh, Shape of Water was the Academy Award winner for Best Picture. Uh, I, I think a lot of people thought it was going to be that three billboard thing that didn't win um, and when Gary Oldman won for best actor he was brilliant in Darkest Tower. have you seen that? Uh,
4: no? no I saw Dunkirk but really really good Darkest, Darkest
1: Tower Hour is really good okay. and he is brilliant in it you almost can't he he becomes he becomes uh, Winston Churchill Winston actually. Churchill to the point where you really can't almost can't see Gary Oldman in there hmm yeah, he's, he does a really great job, and he won the Academy Award. Well,
4: But he didn't become a fish humanoid,
1: though? No, he didn't. Okay. No. Uh, but in 2001, his ex-wife accused him of hitting her in the face with a telephone three or four times. Now, he has denied those allegations forever since they came up. He said, no, I, I didn't do that. And as far as I know, there's no proof that he did. He denies it. So you got a he said, she said. But uh, the you know Twitter goes crazy because he won an Academy Award and he's been accused. Well, are they going crazy over Kobe Bryant, who under those under the same rules is a rapist because he was accused of that? Right? Doesn't the accusation make it so? So Kobe Bryant's a rapist, even though those charges were dropped. Unbelievable. And I think a few people mentioned Kobe Bryant uh, winning as well concerning the Me Too thing. But he got a great reception, it seemed to me, uh, last night at the awards ceremony. He he won an Academy Award for, um, I think he did some basketball animated thing, short. And so actually won an Academy Award. And he got political. Uh, saying that he, always, he was supposed to shut up and dribble. <laughs> but uh, he's going to do more than that. So good for him. And I guess it's different uh, for him because he slammed Laura Ingram when he got up to accept his nomination and, or his, uh, his award. But uh, it's it's horrific. If Gary Oldman, who was also accused and never found guilty of anything, horrific when he wins. God, just the hypocrisy is unbelievable. Truly amazing, and a guy who basically was found innocent of wrongdoing, Ryan Seacrest, they shun like he has the plague. A few went to, a few went up and did the interview with him anyway. And congratulations to like Mary J. Blige and uh, Allison Janney, I think, talked to him. And good because you know nothing's been proven against him, and he denies it. And an investigation denies it. So, in America, aren't you innocent then at that point? I think so. Guy's never had his day in court. I mean, I realize the president last week said due process takes too long, but maybe we could try it a few times. You know, in the scope of this hysteria. See how it goes. Try it on. See if it fits. (laughs) I think in America it probably should fit, shouldn't it? Uh, so coming up in a few minutes, we will play the most agonizing audio, perhaps of all time. <laughs> this has to rank right up there. I mean, it's really close.
8: Yes.
1: <laughs> it is. Uh, uh, what are these kids' names? One of them is the Cameron, the Hog. You've got David, David Hog and, and Cameron Kasky. Mm-hmm. Showed up on Bill Maher's uh, show, whatever that's called on on HBO, and. Uh, they had a lot to say. Yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. coming up here in a second. 900 Meantime, you probably heard uh, some people around the blaze talking about Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. Uh, I heard about it a lot, and people kept saying, hey, I know you don't like vegetables, so you should try this. And I, yeah, Well, I finally did. I finally took it home, and we put it into the drink that... I make every morning. My wife makes it actually every morning because I don't, I don't know how. But she makes it and she puts a scoop of this in it. And every scoop gives you a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables. So it is, I promise, the only way I get any vegetable matter in my diet. And it's delicious. It actually adds some sweetness to the drink. And I feel better. It's prebiotic, probiotic. Boosts your immunity. Has antioxidant power. And it's not an extract. It's actual real food. So just put one scoop into eight ounces of water or any other kind of drink you want, and you're done. It's just easy, and it actually does taste really good. This will make you feel better. You'll just have more energy and um, maybe be less hungry. I know I have been uh, since using it. Just go to BrickHousePat.com and try Field of Greens today. It's BrickHousePat.com. Get your free shaker bottle when you use the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com
0: Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: 888-933-93. Uh, all right. Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School students. Cameron Kasky, David Hogg, invited on Bill Maher's show. You know, because, well, they're experts. Yeah. On gun control. Mm-hmm. These are the guys that we should be listening to and forming public policy with. Maybe uh, constitutional amendments. Hmm. I mean, <laughs> they're 17. They know what's going on. And they're about to tell you that. Um, here they are uh, on with Bill Maher.
9: You can say that we don't know what we're talking about because we're 17 years old. But you until, until about you've been on the receiving end of an AR-15 until you've been locked into your class. Mm. Look, Wayne LaPierre, Dana Loesch.
1: Right. Lash. I
9: don't know. I don't know if you guys have ever had to deal with that. But as far as I know, that's not the case. We've been locked in a classroom. We have seen our friends text their parents goodbye. We are the experts. We know no, exactly don't. what we're talking about. How dare you tell us we don't know oh, what I'm, we're... I'm friend. Friend. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I okay. Wow. I mean, is getting angry. His face changes.
1: How oh. dare you, Mr. 17-year-old expert, tell us the United States of America, actual adults with life experience, actual adults who've read the U.S. Constitution who've read the federalist papers who understand where our rights come from and why they're there who don't just believe that they're for hunting purposes and you don't need this certain gun for hunting that's not what it's about how dare you uh, i so because they're because they went through it they're experts right so if you survive a car accident you're now an expert on auto safety yes and if you've survived a plane crash, I guess you'd tell the airline industry how to better safeguard their passengers, mm-hmm. right? If you survive a fire, you're automatically a fireman, right? I mean, what kind of logic is that? These are the kids we're listening to. Why? Why? Bless their hearts. Let them speak. But please don't take their nonsense to the bank. Like so many are. Oh, everybody's congratulating them. Everybody's telling them, oh, you're the ones. Good job. This is how things change with the youth of America. No, not this time, please. No, they don't know what they're talking about. And they're about to prove it to you. Uh, Here they are talking about the rhetoric of the Second Amendment.
9: The Second Amendment is a very, very good piece of rhetoric defense that I've seen a lot mm. because it, they, they put it as if we're attacking a, a, a right that you're born with. And at the end of the yeah. day, a 19-year-old... But it is if you're an American. If you're an American. A 19-year-old bought a weapon <laughs> that you don't need what? to keep robbers and bears out of your house. And if that, if that kid had seen a professional for five minutes, they wouldn't have said you need a gun. They would have said you need a counselor. And that was just allowed to happen
1: okay well then you know talk about uh, mental health not the Second Amendment which you know nothing about people talk about it as if it were a right you are born with <laughs> yeah uh we are we are mr expert we are born with the right <laughs> gosh born with that right since 1791 we should have that t-shirt uh, since since the I don't know U.S. Constitution was ratified in 1791, we've been born with that right. So, and he's even told that by Bill Maher, and he's right. Yeah, if you're an American, but a 19 year old, jeez. <laughs> so he just showed. Bless his heart. I you know I've got nothing against these kids. I just we can't allow them to set policy. We can't allow them to set fire to the United States Constitution. As if it were a bunch of rights that we were born with. <laughs> I Just heaven help us. We can't pretend like this is okay. Like these kids are the experts and they should lead us down this path. No. No. I feel bad for what they went through. I really do. But I'm. T- uh, you know what? They're in this political arena now. They must be responded to. We can't act like they're sacred. They're not. They're not. 888 thirty three ninety three. Here he talks about hanging up on the president or somebody at the White House. I actually hung
9: up on the White House the other day. You hung up on the White House? Yeah, because they called us the Surprised day before. got through. Well, no, they, they called me. And uh, oh. they actually no. called me the day before the listening session and asked if we were going to come. And I said... I'm not coming because we expect President Trump to come to the CNN town hall, which he would never declined the invitation from. And the fact that they called us the day before, I found very offensive, considering the fact that there are funerals the next day. There's mourning we still had to do. And I, I ended on this message with them. I said, There was mourning. President days. Trump, we don't need to listen to President Trump. Mm-hmm. President Trump needs to listen to the screams of the children and the screams of this nation.
8: Oh. Well, Listen, I want you to know something
10: about President Trump, because you haven't been around long enough to see a lot of presidents.
9: Who's the first one you remember? Bush? I, I was at my first Obama rally when I was seven years old.
10: Seven years old. You barely. So you don't even remember Bush. I had right? an
1: Obama uh, I, rally. I remember a hearing surprise. a lot about Bush. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, this is pathetic. This is, and the, the lemming audience is, is applauding uh, what these kids are saying. They can't even remember. Ge- they barely remember George Bush. They went to an Obama rally <laughs> when they were seven. Yep. They've been, since they were seven years old, they've been leftists. Okay.
4: Yeah, and and, and he makes hmm. the point, look, we still had funerals to go to. You had a girl at the CNN event, a high school girl, admit that, look, uh, this was more important than my friend's funeral, so right. I came here yeah. tonight.
1: They're, they were out pushing their propaganda during the funerals. Why do they keep bringing that up? You guys did the same thing. There were funerals going on every day that they were out in the first week. Every day, mm-hmm. but we're not supposed to notice that.
4: No, no. What are you? Why do you hate kids so much, man?
1: I really don't. I mean, I've they're got, kids. I've got six kids. I love them dearly.
4: No, I mean this is a and, civics uh, lesson. I mean, they're trying to And if to they were us. out
1: telling me that I shouldn't act as though the Second Amendment was a right I was born with, I'd be telling them to shut up as well. Now, I don't want these kids to shut up, let them talk, but for the love of heaven, we can't enact the things they're saying. We can't pretend like they have the answers. We can't pretend like they even know what they're talking about because they clearly don't and they've proven it time after time after time. they are typical 17-year-old kids who believe they know it all. So did I at that age. I just wasn't on CNN and Bill Maher all the time, so it didn't matter. It didn't matter that I didn't know what I was talking about. It matters that these kids don't know what they're talking about. Uh, here they are telling Bill Maher uh, they're trying to fix what the generation before them messed up. Here, I
9: mean this sincerely. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. To do. all of the generations before us, we sincerely accept your apology, and <laughs> we, we we appreciate mm-hmm. that you are willing to let us rebuild the world that you.
1: Up. Uh, No. See, I mean, that's their goal is to rebuild the world. No, thank you. Very telling. No, thank you. Little seven year old Obama rally supporter. No, thank you. (laughs) Jeez. It is time for people to stand up to this propaganda movement. Can we stop it now? Has it gone far enough? Please. By all that is holy, this is just completely out of control. There, there can't be a single Democrat. I mean, Bill Maher, I think Bill Maher, for the love of heaven, was shocked at what these guys didn't know. He had to stop and tell them, yeah, uh, in America, you are born with that right. Yeah, we, we do have that right. And they completely ignored it. Jeez, oh, I just... Wow. Maybe they should have been homeschooled or, uh, you know, maybe it would have helped had they had they attended the Freedom Project Academy. Uh, you know that my wife and I uh, homeschooled our kids for 23 years. But if there were things available at the beginning, like the Freedom Project Academy, we would have turned it over to them. Um, America's schools are nothing like we remember growing up. We grew up in safety and, and learning was more than safe spaces and propaganda. And even though technology continues to offer new opportunities in the classroom, I think we can kind of all agree, right, that traditional moral values once woven into the fabric of the classroom practically have disappeared. That's why I really think you should consider Freedom Project Academy's fully accredited Judeo-Christian classical, which is really important, classical online school for kindergarten through high school. Talking about an incredible interactive education, students attend live classes every day with teachers and fellow classmates from across the country. FPA doesn't accept a penny of government funding, so that allows them to stay committed to teaching students how to think, not what to think. Families can enroll students full-time or start with a single class. It's up to you. Go to freedomforschool.com. freedomforschool.com. Dot com request request your free information packa, packet today from Freedom Project Academy. Freedomforschool.com. Don't forget to tell them Pat sent you.
0: Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Can we just admit this is a dangerous situation? Listening to these high school students on gun control? If these 17-year-olds take away the Second Amendment, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I mean, I... More than pissed. Mm. It's, uh, it's inconceivable that we would let this happen. I,
4: I, I, are they not filling a vacuum void of lack of leadership in this country combined with where the state of education has gotten us? Uh, I I mean, that's kind of where we're meeting right now.
1: Yeah. And and clearly that the kid would say it's as if it was a right you were born with. The kid's never been taught the Constitution. He doesn't know a thing about it. He acts like the Second Amendment is just a good safety tip. They act like the Second Amendment is is. as if it was a right you were born with. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they do. (laughs) Because you know, it is. It is. 888-900-3393 and, you know, let's not forget that this has happened before. They've come for the guns. They've confiscated the guns. Um, And they didn't give them back. NRA uh launched a lawsuit about it let me remind you real quickly uh with the abc news report during hurricane katrina in the united states of america happens to be new orleans louisiana
2: that includes new orleans where today authorities stepped up their efforts to empty the city bob woodruff is there again tonight with an extraordinary human drama unfolding bob that's true, Elizabeth, and good evening from New Orleans. Here the police and the National Guard find themselves in a very difficult position tonight to try to carry out an order to force people from the city without actually using force. Today in New Orleans, they got a lot tougher on the holdouts. Police department, they your home! Not only the flooded areas, but New Orleans' driest and wealthiest neighborhoods, too.
11: Police department!
2: the police and national guard going street by street house to house
1: we need to make sure too that whenever we knock on doors, people refuse to leave, we need to make note,
2: call it in they say there are no orders to use force, just strong persuasion sometimes entering open houses with guns drawn and instructions to disarm anyone inside you say guns guns will be taken? no
12: one will be able to be armed, we will take all weapons
2: That happened today in this wealthy neighborhood where homeowners had armed themselves to protect their mansions. Residents were handcuffed on the ground. In the end, police took their weapons but let them stay
4: in their homes. They were a little bit threatened because our weapons were bigger than their weapons.
2: For many of the police and guard troops, it is an uncomfortable job to do this in an American city. This guard unit occupied a church, using it as a base camp. They had to leave a note because they could not get hold of the pastor to get permission.
5: It is, it is
11: surreal. Yeah, you just never, you never expect soldiers. to do this in your own country.
2: Hmm. Chris Montgomery says he'd rather be in Iraq than patrolling American neighborhoods. Walking up and down these streets, you don't, you don't want to think about the stuff that you're gonna to have to do. Somebody pops around the corner,
1: we shoot it in America. Yeah. Pretty amazing. So they violated the Second Amendment, the Third Amendment, quartering soldiers, quartered soldiers in a church um, without any permission, Uh, violated the uh, Fourth Amendment, violated the Fifth Amendment, the search and seizure without probable cause. Um, I mean, they really set fire to the United States Constitution during that time. And so the NRA hired private investigators to find those firearms. They... You know how many were seized? Over a thousand. Over a thousand guns were taken from people. Not part of any criminal investigation. Ray Nagin and the police chief just decided, yeah, we don't want want the weapons out there, so let's go get them. I mean, that is unbelievable. We are really fortunate it didn't turn into a bloodbath. They've only identified uh, about 300 of the gun owners. Because they can't find... A lot of those people now live in Houston or elsewhere. They don't know where they are.
4: Yeah. They had to, they had to give the guns back. They had to go through. And the NRA said the, the process of trying to figure out who owned which guns... It's really tough. ...was a nightmare.
1: Yeah. And they still haven't, they still haven't figured it all out. Yeah. And after a three-year legal battle over the unconstitutional confiscation, uh, they finally agreed to settle the lawsuit initiated by the NRA. Um, took them this days. was, it took him till 2008 to do that. Uh, the judge in the case signed a permanent injunction against the city of New Orleans, making it illegal to f- confiscate firearms. Oh, I thought we had a second amendment that already mm-hmm. did that. You thought wrong. <laughs> so weird. Oh. Under the terms of the injunction, Mayor Ray Nagin, who's now in jail, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Police Chief Warren Riley and any agents or employees of the city of New Orleans must, among other things, cease and des- desist confiscating lawfully possessed firearms from all citizens. <laughs> yeah, it's a little late, you know, in 2008 to say that. Yeah, Because that would have been handy back in, I don't know, 2005, when we already had that good safety tip that you can't confiscate guns. They just ignored it, as they continually do. Anytime it's convenient for the left uh, to go ahead and violate this, the Second Amendment, the First Amendment, they don't really care. They really don't care. But everything's fine. Uh, we have the Parkland students out uh, fighting hard for us to reshape the United States of America and make no mistake, they, they just said that's what they're trying to do. They're going to fix the things that we effed up. <coughs> oh, Okay. Uh, I've got a lot of confidence in your ability to do that. Uh, No doubt about it. 888 900 And let me play this chilling piece of audio for you from the Anti-Defamation League about their hate speech algorithm.
12: ADL and the University of California at Berkeley's D-Lab have been working to develop a new approach to tackle online hate using the latest methods. The goal of the Online Hate Index is to help tech platforms better understand Uh the growing amount of hate on social media
1: and to use that Mm -hmm. information to address the
12: problem. By combining artificial intelligence and machine uh, learning,
1: uh, social
12: science, science. the Online Hate Index will ultimately uncover and identify Mm -hmm. trends and patterns in hate speech across different platforms. Nice. we just completed our first phase of research and we found that the machine learning model identified its speech 5. accurately between 78 and 85 percent of the time in the next phase of our according project, to whom we will look at specific targeted populations in a more detailed manner we'll examine content on multiple social media sites
1: oh, wonderful and
12: we'll identify strategies to deploy the model more broadly Oh. While there's still a long way to go with artificial intelligence and machine learning based solutions, uh-huh. we believe the online hate index will help tech companies better <laughs> understand the extent of hateful content on their platforms. Do you,
1: Is that what you by believe? creating
12: community-based mm-hmm. definitions of hate
1: speech? Oh, that's great. Community-based definitions of hate speech. Okay. <laughs> that's wonderful. <laughs> wow. That's <rude. laughs> Tell me that doesn't chill you to the bone. From social science. Yeah, you're just using social science. What a what a chilling phrase that is. They have identified that this machine correctly identified hate speech accurately seventy-eight to eighty-five percent of the time. (laughs) Well, don't worry about the other uh, fifteen to twenty-two percent. But the other thing is, who decides what's hate speech? What algorithm makes that determination? And who is it programming the algorithm? And and who is it that determined that seventy-eight to eighty-five percent of it was accurate? Was it a conservative person? Well, was it a liberal person? Was it a progressive? Was it a communist? A socialist? It may have been who? somebody who
4: thought the Second Amendment was a right you were born with. Uh,
1: yeah, uh, I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it was. It was probably more like somebody who didn't know the Second Amendment <laughs> is a right we're born with. <laughs> I mean, that is nuts. Who makes that determination? Hate speech, really uncomfortable speech. Again, for the one millionth time. It's the only kind of speech that we need to protect. Nobody needs to protect happy speech. Nobody. Positive speech, happy speech, love speech. That doesn't need protection. Nobody, nobody dislikes it. So it's not a problem. The problem lies in hate speech, what can I say that's hateful? What can people say online that's hateful? And who determines what's hateful and what isn't? If if I say that Barack Obama was a socialist, is that hate speech? Yeah, to the left it was because they used to say it all the time. That's hate speech. That's racist. It was actually pronounced racist. Really? Well, what? race are socialists i'd like to know hmm so we better be uh careful when we're determining the hate speech across multiple social platforms uh because i don't think we're gonna like the outcome i I don't think your your speech is going to be free anymore and in fact, I think it's going to be eliminated if we keep heading down this road. This is unbelievable. So between this social science experiment with the algorithms stopping hate speech online and these Parkland students trying to take away our Second Amendment rights, uh, we're in for quite a battle here. We better stand up and say no to this stuff and stop treating it like, ah, that's, nothing's going to come of that. Ah, we've had that before. Ah, it'll be Okay. It's only going to be okay if we stand up and make it okay. If we stand up and demand that the United States Constitution be upheld. <sighs> Frightening. Andrew Pollock, uh, he is a father of one of the Parkland uh, victims, said on CBS Face the Nation yesterday that the gun control debate needs to come after school safety. This is this, I think this is the same guy from the listening meeting that
6: President Trump had. Listen to him. There's been 200 shootings already yep. in this country. And there's a reason why it hasn't stopped. Because after every shooting, the media, they focus on gun control. Mm-hmm. If we all come together as parents, grandparents, uncles, and we just work on this, let's make our schools safe. All the marchers that are going on, that are gonna have in DC, the kids. I understand the kids' pain. My kid was murdered in that school. So if anyone understands it, I understand every kid in that school, how angry they are. But I'm here now to to talk to them, to say, let's focus on one thing first. Let's let's get our schools safe. And then after every school safe in the country that you could drop your kid off and you don't have to worry that some murderer is going to go kill your kid on the third floor, Mm -hmm. we could they could focus on any gun laws they want.
1: I love this guy.
4: Yeah, maybe that's the guy that needs to be talking to these kids.
1: He is the guy. Yeah, because he, his daughter was shot nine times and killed. And he speaks about it passionately. And he's not on an an agenda-driven mission here. Exactly. Exactly. All he wants is for schools to be safe, which is what we all want. He's not trying to... uh, come up with a constitutional amendment that ends the second amendment he's not trying to bring about gun control in this country that's fantastic
4: this guy is so unique think about this i i cannot imagine a being public if my child was god i can't even say the words but Mm -hmm. it's like this guy could either go and become a recluse he could channel this and be angry like these kids are. But, oh, my gosh, how unique is this guy? He's trying to be productive and not mm-hmm. be a wedge here. Yeah. Yeah. God bless him.
1: And it's something we can all agree on. We can all agree that school should be safe. Yes. Nobody Nobody wants otherwise. Right.
4: 888
1: 933 Cosmo Hurts Kids. Uh, here's another mission for kids. Cosmo Hurts Kids founder is Victoria Hurst, and her family... Her family's company, the Hearst Corporation, actually publishes Cosmopolitan magazine. And she believes, as I do, and you do too if you've ever seen the magazine, it's pretty obvious that it contains pornography, which is harmful to kids. I mean, I've I've told you this for the last several days. On the cover of either this month or last month is uh, Mandy Moore. And even above the title is Hot Sex Skills, you can find in the magazine. And then it points to what kind of hot sex skills you're going to learn in this month's edition. How to get and give supreme pleasure. Isn't that wonderful? And on the other side is Cosmo's best quickie position ever, uh, in case your 12, 13, 14-year-old is interested. Press for time. You know? Yeah, you know. So, I mean... So you know, good. you want to learn the best one. You don't want to settle for second or third.
4: Uh, <laughs> you, I mean, know, right? you talk about keeping our kids
1: safe. Yeah. It's
4: not just in the schools. It's, I mean,
1: exactly it's right. everywhere in their minds. It's in your grocery too. store, convenience stores. Battle so for their minds. The goal here is to have the uh, material harmful to minor laws in every state applied to Cosmo the way it is other forms of pornography. And then it just can't be sold to kids under 18. So, if you believe that we should all take a stand against pornography being sold to kids under 18, go visit CosmoHertzKids.com today. CosmoHertzKids.com
0: This is Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. returns on the blaze
1: radio network and welcome 888-900-3393 uh megan mccain giving a little advice to the president and if you want to turn for advice i think you turn directly to megan mccain Mm -hmm. uh especially when she's on the view but this happened to be with george stephanopoulos on abc so here's what she had to say about him potentially losing his base
9: with an action like this on trade, he alienates the leaders in Congress, the Republican leaders in Congress, who've been backing him when he needed
13: it. Yeah, and this is coming off his discussion about the NRA and his seeming hedge on the Second Amendment earlier this mm. week. You want to talk about loyalists leaving, start screwing with the Second Amendment and the cost of what your beer will cost with your aluminum can? I'm telling you, that will be something that will finally make his base move.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's some truth to that. That might be the best thing that Megan McCain's ever said. Yeah, you can't mess with the Second Amendment and don't mess with their beer can because they like what's in it and they want to be able to continue to buy it. (laughs) He's actually said if we can redo NAFTA, he'll leave leave steel and aluminum alone, which would be great uh, if if you don't start a trade war. Uh, That would probably be nice. Uh, Also, over the weekend, Alec Baldwin appeared as the president apparently on snl once again and uh he's he's uh i guess this is about gun control
3: if we're going to stop this gun violence we need to work together whites blacks even some of the good immigrants do we call them grints i'm going to call them grints okay because we need to heal this great country of ours and it really is one of the best top five we could do better (laughs) <laughs> I mean, they're all beating us. China, Japan, Wakanda. Okay. Wakanda is laughing at us, right? They've got flying cars, people in Wakanda. <laughs> That's why I announced these steel and aluminum tariffs this week. People are going nuts about it. I brought back the steel industry by destroying the auto industry and tanking the stock market. Impressive. So impressive. Uh, 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 uh. Look at that. Both sides hated it. I don't care. <laughs> I said I was going to run this country like a business. That business is a Waffle House at 2 a.m.
1: <laughs> the Wakanda thing's actually kind of funny. I saw uh, Black Panther over the weekend. Oh. And w- okay. Wakanda is kind of kicking our butt. Uh, I'm right?
4: probably the only person who yeah. didn't get the joke. You,
1: in. Yeah, you probably are. <laughs> Wakanda is the country that the Black Panther comes from. He's king of that country. Wow, thanks. It's uh, it's quite technologically advanced. Spoiler alert. You know, so. uh, But you you knew that that if you... I I did like it.
4: I mean, because I can ask you without fear of you ruining it for me. Your name's not Glenn Beck.
1: Right. So I shan't be ruining the
4: movie. So worth uh, going to see in the theater? Yeah. Or can I just wait for it? it I liked it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, how does it rate as as far as um, comic, uh, you know, to the big screen? Comic book stories.
1: Oh, okay. Like Marvel. Marvel stuff. Marvel movies. Yeah, whatever. Uh, It's probably top three Marvel movie, Hmm. I'd say. Okay. I think I liked the first Iron Man better Mm -hmm. and uh, maybe Captain America better or one of the Hmm. Spider-Man movies. The first one. You loved Wonder Woman too, didn't you? I liked Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so okay, maybe not top three, maybe top five Marvel movies.
4: The commitment is I do like it though.
1: It's, I expected it to be kind of preachy, and it didn't really hit me that way. So I was, yeah, I was really, I can't
4: take any more preaching. Yeah,
1: I was really kind of glad about that. Entertain me. They say some interesting things during the movie, and I won't spoil it for anybody, but uh, it's you know, they kind of give a little bit to both sides, I think. And I don't mind so, that. Yeah, I I didn't mind it. It was okay. It was fine. And and you know me, I I can I can get pissy about it, but I didn't. No no ding darn <laughs> ding. It's uh, no during
4: the movie or no, it's fine. Yeah, frustrated. Good.
1: Okay. So yeah, it's a pretty good movie. I liked it. Okay. Um, and I think was it was it number one at the box oh, office of course. again this I weekend. Think so
4: yeah, I think three weeks now in a row. They can it probably might. go ahead and take that out of the theaters. Everyone's seen it, but me. Um.
1: I'm anxious for it to come to uh, on-demand because hmm. I'd probably watch it again on-demand. So yeah, it was number one, 65 million over the weekend. Who's? Three weeks now, it's still making 65 million a weekend. Yeah, who's second? How far back? Red Sparrow, 17 million. <laughs> wow, way far back. <laughs> okay, Red Sparrow with that uh, with J Law, Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. But her friends, you know, like me, call her J Law. You guys are tight? Hmm?
4: Oh. You and J Law?
1: Oh, I mean, you know, no, we're not. Okay. Um, in fact, she's kind of agonizing. Mm-hmm. Um, but her last several movies have kind of uh, disappointed, I would say, right. at the box of. I don't know if you can say flopped, but they've definitely disappointed. So what was uh, mother, what was
4: her other one? Mother was the
1: last one, and what was the and the one? one before that? Was it Passengers, which I actually liked, but oh. it didn't do all that well, okay, domestically. Yeah. Uh, so Black Panther five hundred and one million dollars since it came out three weeks ago five hundred one million already. That's just in the U.S. Well, in Canada, that's a North American take. Uh Then Red Sparrow, Death Wish, which I I don't know what. I've never heard of that. Game Night is uh, number four. Oh, is that a reboot of the Death Wish movie from like the 70s? Oh, wow. Uh, Peter Rabbit was still number five. Mm -hmm. That's up to 84 million since it came out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Followed by Annihilation. Jumanji, that really did well. It's almost at 400 million now. Fifty Shades Freed hasn't quite hit the 100 million mark. That's at 95. The Greatest Showman, I've heard good things about, but I haven't seen that. And then every day, round out the top 10. Huh. Interesting. Right after that, at number 11, is 1517 uh, to Paris, which I thought looked like a really good movie because it's about those three Americans who stopped that terrorist attack on the train to uh, Paris. Yeah. But uh, according to Stu and Glenn, it was really, really bad. Like one of the worst movies what? they've ever seen bad. What? Yeah. Yeah. Both of them said it was so ridiculous. Like they go into a diner oh
4: no,
1: four four or five people and they order their food and you go through every single order all the way through all the way around the table, like five, six people and nothing comes of it. And then they just bring them their food and then they eat it.
8: <laughs> I mean, it's, like,
1: <laughs> it's like that kind of stuff. They just wanted to show what they really went through that day. Uh, maybe they shouldn't have. Right. Maybe they shouldn't have. <laughs> nice. Nice try. 888 933 More Pat Gray Unleashed just around the corner here. Pat Gray Unleashed on the
0: Blaze Radio Network. Ray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Welcome. 888 thirty three ninety three. We learned something really important from the uh, Parkland kids on uh, Bill Maher over the weekend. We learned that if you've been through a tragedy, you're now an expert on that tragedy. On everything that caused it. For instance, if you've been through a hurricane, I think you're a meteorologist now. You know how to prevent them. You know what to do. You're the expert. If you've survived a car accident, now you're an expert on auto safety. If you survive a plane crash, you can absolutely tell the airline industry how they can make their planes and their flights safer. And if you survive a fire, you're automatically going to be made a fireman. Uh, So, Wait a minute. Hold on.
4: You're an expert on something. Brent out of shape just uh, tweeted at Pat Unleashed. Mm -hmm. Pat, how does it feel to be an expert on inner city crime due to your experience growing up on the mean streets? On the
1: mean streets of Helena. That's a really good point. So, really good point.
4: You can fix everything.
1: Just if you have a big city, if your big city has Mm -hmm. a crime problem, come to me. This guy. I'm your guy. Survived it. I'm your guy. Triple Eight. I'll tell you to move. Okay, that, that'll cut down the crime right there. Go ahead and move. Oh, yeah, if no one's in the That's city. That's what I did. That's what I did in <laughs> Helena. I moved. You escaped. I escaped. Good job, so, man. Yeah. Smart move. And I survived, right? Here I am. Here he is. So it obviously worked. I'm obviously an expert at it. Obviously. 888 thirty three ninety three. Uh. Also, we've got um, Orrin Hatch talking about Obamacare supporters <laughs> in a very... I don't know if you would think this is typical Orrin Hatch-like speech. <laughs> he was at the American Enterprise Institute, and here's what he said about Obamacare and, their, and its supporters.
5: We also finally did away with the
14: individual mandate uh, tax that was established under that wonderful bill called Obamacare.
1: Mm-hmm.
14: Now, if you didn't catch on, I was being very sarcastic.
1: Yeah, we, we got that. <laughs> Thank
14: you. That was the stupidest dumbass bill <laughs> that I've ever seen. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Some of you may have loved it. If you do, you are one of the stupidest dumbass people I've ever met. <laughs> was, this was one, and there are a lot of them up there on Capitol Hill from
1: time to time. That didn't seem to be very well received, did it? I mean, there wasn't a huge laughter or applause or hmm. anything after that. I think they were a little shocked that that was coming out of Orrin Hatches. I think he's, he has since apologized, too, right?
4: Yeah, but, I mean, if he if his name was Donald and he was threatening being president for li- life, that would have gotten tons of Then laughs. that's,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, listen to this. do forget,
3: John is great.
1: And she is, is great, great Gentlemen, She is great. She's
2: now president for life. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. Yeah, that's great.
2: Woo!
3: It's
1: great. It's great. He was able to do that. I think it's great. It's great. We'll I think will give great. that a shot someday. Right? Yeah, we got to give that a shot someday.
4: <laughs> 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 so a yeah. President in 100 years, you know,
5: person in the 100 years in China.
6: And he treated us tremendously
8: well when I
1: went over there. Okay. And that was the key, of course. Treat him tremendously well, and he'll treat you tremendously well no matter what you do. You can become president for life. He thinks it's great. Yeah, I think we'll even try it over here. (laughs) Oh, man. Scary time. It is. It's a frightening, frightening time. Now, can he make that happen? Of course not. No, he cannot. But I will say this again. Mm. If it had been Barack Obama who Mm. said that, the right would be apoplectic today. Mm -hmm. They'd be all over the guy. He's trying to become a dictator. Did you hear? You don't joke about that. You're the president of the United States. You don't joke about. And listen to the way his audience responded to that. They want a dictator. We'd be saying all those things. Instead, what do we have? Silence. Crickets. Nothing. 888 thirty three ninety three. Dale in Pennsylvania. You're on the blaze. Hi.
5: Good afternoon. Hey. Calling you from the land where we cling to our guns and religion here.
1: Wow, you guys um, are hicks, then, huh?
5: Yeah, are <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Listen, I, I saw the clip you played from um, Face the Nation of that uh, father mm-hmm. who was talking about let's make our schools safe first and then get after guns. I yeah. I'm really proud and pleased to hear that of that father. Who Me too. Obviously, suffered a tremendous loss. Mm-hmm. He's on to something, and um, I had dinner last night with my daughter-in-law, who's a guys counselor in a middle school in the Greater Pittsburgh area here. And that's is charged in the district with handling kids with emotional problems. And some of these kids threaten suicide. Uh, one child who was under her uh, care is uh, uh, was putting pictures on one of the social media of holding a handgun to his head, and he was going to commit suicide. Mm. Um, we've had a rash in Western Pennsylvania of uh, people calling in, making threats, or or even just putting on walls of schools or in laboratories uh, threats that would get the school districts, the forces on the short shut down until they could figure out what the source of this is and so forth. Right. And we, we talked about some pretty common sense potential solutions. One of the problems she has is the fact that in our district, you're allowed to have your cell phone in school. And so between classes, the kids are bumping into each other because they're walking around like zombies, texting the kids that they're going to see in the next class. And, uh, you know, these kids are just, their minds are turning to jelly because they're seeing all this crap on social media. We have to remember, it's not even just kids talking to themselves, but when they have their cell phone and they're able to get on social media, it's, a, it's not a far jump for them to go and be able to get on the porn sites. It's not a far jump for them to go and see conversations going on among politicians where um, the, the, the discussion is rancorous. Mm-hmm. And the language, sometimes gets bad. Uh, not so much by our elected officials, but on many other acolytes who come on Facebook and are pretty good about being able to say anything they want to about somebody else because that person's not standing in front of them. Right. Those two, those two young men who are on uh, Barr uh, are arrogant and can talk mm-hmm. like that because there's. And unfortunately, Bill Barr didn't do a very good job of educating them but somebody somebody even their own age being able to look them in the eye and say hey you're full of manure you know get over it uh you know let's 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 get our heads out of the out of the sand here get after it my daughter-in-law she can get kids into mental institutions but it's quite a process and the large mental institution in this area is western psych out of Mm -hmm. the university of pittsburgh they can't keep these problems because they don't have enough beds and I said, uh, well, actually, my son spoke up, and he said, "Yeah, he's what we need is we need more mental health uh, help in, among our kids, so they can get their head out of this situation and straighten up and move move straight." And I'm thinking, but there's no money for that. Yeah. Well, where's where's the NEA and the um, American Federation of Teachers? After all, these these teachers are their clients and by extension, those children in those schools are their clients. Mm-hmm. Instead of sending you know millions and millions of dollars to politicians to get politicians reelected, why don't they take some of that union money and establish or make it available to institutions that can establish mental health facilities to help these children? Yeah, We've got to start solving the problem, and it's not a matter of having armed guards in schools. I mean, that's that's the short term. What's the long term here?
4: Yeah, they are still yes. getting... You're getting You're
5: right. year after year of kids that are feeling this way. They're emotionally disturbed. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're confused by the alphabet soup of sexuality. They come into my daughter-in-law's office and worry about, I think I might feel like I'm a woman. I'm not sure. I've been talking to so, Are you kidding me? My solution to that is take a look down. That tells you what you are, but <laughs> like, you can't do that.
1: Now, did you um, say she can, as a guidance counselor, she can get them into treatment?
5: Uh, she can get them to a mental hospital. She'd like to get them into treatment, but wow. they, they turn them back because they don't have beds. They can't keep these kids, and they return them back to their parents. And she also reports that in most cases, the parents aren't very supportive.
1: Yeah, I'm guessing They don't that's want true. to deal with this. Yeah.
5: So I think uh, I think some of this political money that the uh, and, and if he, my my son also said, yeah, remember when unions started back in the 19th century. They were there to provide safety for the workers, proper mm-hmm. wages, um, age laws in terms of when you can work in a steel mill yeah. here in Pittsburgh. And so we've got a safety issue now. Why is it they? Why aren't the unions stepping up and helping those teachers with safety? Because and by because
1: unions are now unions' uh, goal is to now provide their workers with communism. <laughs> that's what their that's what their goal is now. Appreciate it, thanks, Dale. Uh, it has been for a long time, for like a hundred years. When they started out, yeah, they were doing some good things, and they were probably necessary in the 1800s. Uh, today, yeah, they're not so much. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, I love this story. Iran's supreme leader, Saeed Ali Hosseini Khamenei. Yeah. Supreme leader of Iran <clears throat> is applauding, <clears throat> excuse me, is applauding the notion of a disarmed American citizenry. I bet he is. Hmm. How about that? He says no one dares apply the clear solution to the promotion of guns and homicide in America. What's the solution? It's to make guns illegal. Yeah. He wrote uh, on Twitter. On Sunday, so and
4: that's after he made the liberal argument for why there should be no guns in America. Not
1: great. He also ignored, uh, of course, the rights provided by the Second Amendment. Slammed President Donald Trump and Congress for not simply disarming the public. That's all you have to do. <laughs> huh. The criticism uh, advice comes from a leader in a nation that imprisons women for refusing to wear headscarves and follow other dress code enforced by the government, and, by the way, throws homosexuals off the top of roofs. Don't worry about that. He also wrote, Gun companies are so powerful that House representatives and U.S. senators don't dare pass prohibition of guns, and U.S. president doesn't dare speak out. Rise against it. This is corruption. (laughs) Then he wrote, Corruption means domination of a mafia greedy for power and wealth in a way that the big political and military system, like U.S., won't dare stand up for prohibition of guns, which is clearly positive. This is due to lack of spiritual ideas leading Western societies to this point. I love the fact that Iran would like to see us disarmed, and so does China. What a stunning surprise. You mean the Chinese think it's a great idea for the United States of America to disarm, and so do the Iranians? Hmm. And so do the Democrats, huh. huh? So the Chinese, the Iranians, and the Democrats are all on the same page on gun control. Hmm, that's interesting, isn't it? It is. Ivan. I'm sure there's nothing to that. <laughs> <laughs> is is there is there a phone number? Do we have a phone number? When can people call in? <laughs> right. What was his name? Uh, Alec, Ivan, Baldwin's Alec produ- Baldwin. Ivan, for uh, Ivan, Ivan, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know that Alec Baldwin and we've played that cut uh, kind of a lot of times if you don't know what we're talking about it's when it's when Alec Baldwin ho- hosted a uh like Sunday night talk show going and he thought it was going to be super easy and it, it wasn't for him but he has a podcast now and he's got some oh, kind good. of uh Sunday talk show that I read was atrocious over the weekend <laughs> All right, 888-900-3393. Real estate agents I trust. If you're trying to sell your house, you don't want to have it be a bad experience. And I've got a way for you to ensure that it won't be. Go to Real Estate Agents I Trust. This is a network that Glenn and his team, Glenn and Tanya and their team, put together over 1,200 agents across America. And they're rigorously qualified on several different uh categories like experience what's their marketing plan uh, what kind of character do they have and what kind of results do they get and have they gotten for their clients and then there's one other key which i i think might, might be the most important of all actually do they listen to the show are they fans of the show because then if they are you know they generally have the same principles and values you do you're going to be on the same page on a lot of things so it's just worked out really well for people. If you need to sell your house and you want to sell it fast and you want to get the most money out of it, and who doesn't, or maybe you're looking to buy, go to Real Estate Agents I Trust and we will introduce you to the very best agent in your area. Let our agents earn your business. It's realestateagentsitrust.com.
0: Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray
1: is here. 888 933 Pat Gray unleashed. Hey, this is Gray. Former Washington, D.C. mayor and city council member Marion Barry yeah. is having a statue erected in his memory on uh, Pennsylvania Avenue. Stop. Uh, he served four terms, yeah. mayor of D.C. from <laughs> 79 to 91. And again, you know... Uh, even after the crack thing, from 95 to 99, <laughs> served several terms as member of D.C. City Council, and and he did so until his death in 2014. Now he's getting a statue. <laughs> he rose just... to national attention after the FBI filmed him in 1990. Remember this? Smoking crack with a former girlfriend.
4: Mm-hmm, I do. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of my earliest <clears throat> political memories.
1: His defense after being arrested was, and I quote, bitch set me up. <laughs> I know. Unquote. it's a powerful quote powerfully delivered (laughs) bitch set me up Uh, after his release from prison in 1992 so he did a full you know 15-20 minutes he ran again in 1994 and he won it was considered a pretty impressive political comeback you think sure after openly smoking crack and Making national headlines doing it. Yes. And going to jail for it.
4: Yes. It sounds like a great political comeback. And then you think, oh, wait, that's Washington, D.C. It's D.C. So, what? I mean, this is nothing. I mean, this is what D.C. is. And now they're going to erect a
1: statue to this guy. Yes. And this is exactly incredible. This man. is what D.C. is. It's incredible. Hmm. Uh, former Clinton staffer has a political action committee that erected a billboard in Florida slamming the NRA as a, quote, terrorist organization, unquote. The, the actual billboard says, complete. here it is in gigantic lettering, the NRA is a terrorist organization. Mm. There it is. Isn't that great? Pensacola, Florida. Uh, paid for by Mad Dog Pack. Hmm. I mean, why is it okay to demonize the NRA like that? Why? Why is this acceptable? It's not acceptable for any other organization or any other people, except the Koch brothers. Anybody on the right, I guess, can be demonized. But if you, if you try to say really strong things about anybody on the left, now you're demonizing them. Mm-hmm. Now you're being unfair. Now you're being hateful. Mm-hmm. Bigoted. Racist, Whatever the case may be, it's pathetic. Meanwhile, is the NRA just going to stand back and take this? I think you know better, right? (laughs) And especially not with Dana Lash as spokesperson. Here's their latest.
13: We've had enough of the lies, the sanctimony, the arrogance, the hatred, the pettiness, the fake news. We are done with your agenda to undermine voters' will and individual liberty in America. So to every line member of the media, to every Hollywood phony, to the role model athletes who use their free speech to alter and undermine what our flag represents, to the politicians who would rather watch America burn than lose one ounce of their own personal power, To the late night hosts who think their opinions are the (laughs) only opinions that matter.
1: Good
8: stuff. To
13: the Joy Ann Reads, the Morning Mm -hmm. Joes, the Mika's, to those who stain honest reporting with partisanship, to those who bring bias and propaganda to CNN, the Washington Post, and the New York Times, your time is running out. The clock starts now.
1: Wow! They name names. They name names. I think that's great. It's going to play in, though, to the... See, the NRA has so much power. They're scaring people. They're they're scaring them. What are they saying by, by saying their time's running out? What does that mean? Are they going to take all the guns they own and start killing people? Everybody they named on the ad? That's kind of nonsense we'll probably hear after that. But a powerful ad where they name names. Good for them. They're not taking this laying down. Why should they? It's ridiculous what's going on right now. And you have these 17-year-olds out there attacking them every single day. Demonizing them every single day. When these 17-year-olds don't know anything about it. They know nothing about it. Let's just face facts. They don't know anything about it. Also, in the wake of the deadly mass shooting in Florida, an Army veteran stood guard Friday outside a school in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and brought along an AR-15 And a handgun. Mark Cohen positioned himself off the grounds of Northside High School on Friday and planned to remain there until students and teachers are better protected. He added to uh, WANE that he chose to get get his butt off the couch and come out here and keep an eye on these kids and these teachers. They deserve it. They all deserve a right to go home every night without fear of what's going to happen during the day. How does the school respond to his presence? Predictably, of course. Fort Wayne Community Schools spokesperson, Krista Stockman, said, We take the security of our schools very seriously. We understand he has a right to be out there, but we do not believe it adds to the safety of our students. At Northside, as at all of our schools, we have security procedures in place. In addition, at Northside, we have armed police officers in the building every day. So, I mean, that's good. But it certainly doesn't hurt to have him out there, does it? You might not think it adds. I do. I mean, having one more person who obviously, as a veteran, knows how to shoot a gun out there for you, I... I would think that does add to your school yeah. safety. How
4: about a thank you?
1: Yeah. How about hey, that's really cool. Thanks. Nope. No, nope. you're not getting that from the school district. Uh, Dave in Ohio, you're on the blaze.
15: How you doing, Pat? Good. Yeah, I heard you talking earlier with uh, the kids and um, basically the um, the psychiatry industry. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a very good movie documentary. It was made, I believe, in the. 90s or late 90s was the the war on kids. It was basically all about the um, pharmaceutical industry, psychiatry, where some of the stuff that the kids, like symptoms they had for like, say bipolar or whatever, were average symptoms kids would have just being a kid. You forgot your homework, you can't pay attention in class, you know, all the natural Mm -hmm. kids every kid is like and also to some of the natural kids things would you know like oh Susie doesn't really like me oh my god i'm so depressed it's like kid you got a long life ahead of you there'll be a lot of other women in your life you know what i mean natural Mm -hmm. things that kids would be stressing out about these doctors would take it as oh well you got this and we're going to prescribe instead of you know just talking to the kid you know you know, just like you naturally should do, like doctors, they go right to the drugs. Oh, you should take this. And it's, it's pretty bad, because, I mean, psychiatry industry, and I'll try to make this as quick as possible, is like they used to say that, oh, God, these people, even adults, had mental problems. Asylums. How'd that turn out? Then it got like, oh, well, this new futuristic thing called a lobotomy. How did that work out? Then, oh, God, that's horrible. Let's we'll just use um, uh, electroshock therapy. How did that work out? Now it's like, well, the drugs. And a lot of times when they give drugs, they have to do testing on it to pass it, you know, the FDA to pass it. But then also, too, they still get results from it, like doctors will ask patients, like, so um, do you have any side effects, headaches? And they will jot that down to give that to the pharmaceutical companies because these days, everything you take, they tell you everything that might happen so you can't sue them. Like, you made a joke mm-hmm. about this antidepressant might cause depression. It's like, well, wait a minute. Why am I taking this then? Right. But they'll give you a list of things you need to cause suicidal or homicidal thoughts. If it does, stop taking immediately and contact your physician. They're, they're, <laughs> they're saying that on the commercial, so you can't sue them.
8: Yeah, I know. So I
15: think that's one of the, like, literally elephants in the room that nobody in Congress is talking about. And some of the doctors... I think some of the doctors are crazier than the, the patients they got. You listen to these guys and well, see, this is futuristic. So is a lobotomy. But uh, have a good day.
1: <laughs> all right. Thanks, Dave. Uh, yeah, I just listened to the ads for the antidepressants. May cause suicidal thoughts. Isn't that what I'm trying to avoid by taking the medicine? It might make it worse. Well, uh, that doesn't sound good. Yeah, it's. It's a tough problem. 888 uh, 900 More of your calls. Plus, Chewing the Fat with Jeffy coming up next.
0: Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. gray returns on the blaze radio network
14: and i almost had to get rid of that it i know that was cool i know time though for
1: chewing the fat with jeffy
14: happy monday mm-hmm. oh man how about those oscars how
1: about them come on now weren't they something tremendous right <laughs> wow i didn't i watch. Mean, i didn't uh i didn't what watch. didn't watch a minute of it not one minute not one minute of that garbage. Yeah, I don't even know what Jedi was. Really, honestly, yes. Seriously, you didn't watch any of it. None of it. Wow. No, nope. I mean, I didn't an... care. I mean, I knew that nothing I saw was going to win Best Picture. Basically, didn't care who won the Best Actor and Actress. Didn't care about any of it. I frankly. love the. Mm-hmm. Uh, I
14: love the uh, uh, Best Actress. Uh, she, uh, Frances McDormand, yeah, for uh, Three Billboards. Mm-hmm. Her big speech with uh, talking about the inclusion rider. The inclusion the rider, inclusion rider, and Which then is everybody. What? She said that in her speech, and nobody knew what the hell she was talking about. So they were, they, they said that it was, you know, people were Googling, and she, they asked her about it in the post speech. Mm-hmm. You know, when they after you win your Oscar, you get to go back and make you know yeah. yap your gums some more on mm-hmm. thanking everybody, and uh, she talked about uh, it being the uh, the first time that uh, like I've been in the business for thirty five years, and uh, I spoke of the inclusion rider. I just found out about it, right? And the inclusion rider is, uh, you know, where the actor adds a clause to their contracts that force production companies to provide gender and racial diversity in movies. Get, uh, oh my okay. gosh! So oh, good uh, golly! And this is where this is where they're at now. This is a this is a tweet from uh, from just just a, a random human an inclusion rider is something actors put in their contracts to ensure gender and racial equality and hiring on movie sets we should support this for a billion reasons but if you can't find a reason to here's one it will make movies better how mm-hmm. i'd like to know how how does that make movies better because i was under the impression mm-hmm. that uh to make good movies you needed the best people in the best spots
1: yeah if that's not
14: whether they're a diverse white, cast, black, then so be yellow, it. Yellow, female, male,
1: mm-hmm. but the best person. Yeah. No. No. That's not right. Nope. No. Not going to happen. Jesus. I mean, if you're going to put an inclusion writer, maybe you should look at uh, Black Panther. I think there were two white people in the whole movie. So maybe you need to up think that count a little bit. I don't think it counts. Oh. Were you counting? I don't think that counts for them, No, I wasn't. But I, I mean, I if think, you're going to talk inclusion, all right. If you're going to talk diversity, <laughs> there was almost none in that movie. Don't think that
14: counts. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're going the other way on that. Okay. Okay. Right, I think well, you're supposed well, to just right. let that one go. Mm, okay, I'll let that one go. Uh, and your boy Ryan Seacrest, no, he was there. They didn't cut him off, but they, they made it sure him. difficult. They did. They made it difficult for yeah, him. That's I think for it sure.
1: Sucks. The guy says he didn't do it. His company says
14: he didn't do he it. Got of, he got a couple. got a couple of Leave people. Leave him alone. Then he, then he ended up going back to the back to the desk. Yeah. Uh, plus, ABC kind of—I uh, um, don't know if this was planned or not, or if this was something they threw together to kind of divert from Ryan Seacrest. They had their own pre-Oscar show too, so a lot of the a lot of the big names were able to get on mm. and go to go to the ABC crowd. Rather and then just bypass Ryan for E. So this was kind of kind yeah. of a little mm-hmm. little snub there. I Didn't like it too much, but I mean they they stuck with him. They let him do it. Yeah, he was there. They let I'm him kind do of it. surprised.
1: It, I know, and that's great. And he had the balls to be there. I know
14: that was strong. That's a that's yeah. a, that's a pretty big statement if the guy is guilty. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I mean it, He I, it stands to reason to me that that's even more evidence that he's not guilty
1: but well uh kelly rippa certainly supported him the yeah. other day cuz it's kelly and ryan now right yeah i guess well, that guy and she said she loves him you know and how much work he's does the, the best. guy need first of all i know he takes okay, too many it. jobs he needs to do he needs right, to stop, stop that <laughs> okay you've taken way too many broadcast jobs pick a couple and then leave the Come rest to, uh, yeah, the rest of us many to right? Begin with, okay man. there's my inclusion writer <laughs> but the but I mean, Kelly Ripa gave him a, a uh, real hard endorsement. Yeah. ETV said he didn't do it. I love it. I don't know. And he, he and his lawyers say she was trying to get 15 million bucks out of him. I mean, okay. people ask, well, why would she say that? Because she, she wanted wants 15 money. million
14: bucks. And she knew that all of you people would get behind her because of the Me Too Time's
1: well, Up movement. Right. And they have. So, I mean, without any evidence, all these people avoided him. It's re- it's really ugly. It's uh, ugly. No. So
14: anyway, good luck. And and of mm-hmm. course the early ratings uh came out uh for not the Oscars. Good, which is great. sixteen um, percent from last year. So far. Good. Good. <laughs> now they're trying to downplay that by saying, Well, a number's from eight to eleven PM down fifteen point six percent.
1: Oh, and not sixteen.
14: But of course okay. ABC ran fifty minutes after primetime's cutoff, so those are subject to some adjustment.
1: Mm-hmm.
14: Yeah, it might be worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Yeah, me too. And of course, my favorite uh, tweet from our president Donald J. Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how much longer I can take this BS uh, spelled out. Uh, so terrible. Hashtag Oscars. <laughs> that was from a couple years ago. From 2014. Oh,
4: <laughs> <laughs> he didn't really do good that not, last night. Good no, fire. he did
14: not do that last night. That's amazing. He did not do that last night. <laughs> but uh, I wouldn't put it funny. past him. I know, <laughs> right? Oh boy. And of course, we had uh, Maxine Waters speaking uh, this weekend in Selma, Alabama. Yeah, I
1: have
14: that. Uh, we've got the video if you want. I've got <laughs> it cut up because we don't need to, yeah. a couple of things. I, I don't know, and I'm not sure what you have. Uh, for it, but my favorite part was uh, the first part, her first uh, opening of 47 seconds, and then there's a second part that's even better. Mm -hmm. But here's her opening statement, uh, the the first part of the video, talking to the crowd in uh, Selma, Alabama.
16: This business about who's the biggest, who's the baddest, who's got the biggest gun, this president keeps edging that on. You know, he's a bully. He has a bully mentality. He's over there, (laughs) whose gun is the biggest. And that's what you hear. This arms race is just mounting. We need someone in the presidency who not only has good sense, but understands diplomacy and understands what we need to do to have peace in this world so that we can all hey, look forward uh, to the possibility that we're someday we're someday going to have a world that's about peace mm-hmm. and justice and respect for individual liberty and so that's what that's all about Angela. is that your stump and, uh, speech for 2020 that's kind that's 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 <laughs> of so I am a progressive that's, uh, Angela I am Rock. a liberal I am okay. someone who is willing to step way outside of the box mm-hmm. in order to do what America has not done. But let's understand: I need y'all to register. She's and vote. a socialist. I need to take to back it. that house so that we can have a majority in the committee.
2: Uh-huh. I am
1: the
16: ranking member of the Financial uh-huh. Services Committee that oversees Wall Street and HUD and all of that. And by the way, we're gonna take care of Ben Carson too.
14: A little threat to Ben there too. That was great. After she was now before that in between there. Uh, Between her uh, uh, stump stump speech Mm -hmm. with uh, Angela Rye from CNN, uh, there with with Maxine. Mm
1: -hmm. just a
14: coincidence. Uh, She uh, was asked to help with the reparations movement. Yeah, I love this. Uh, And uh, I don't have that audio. If you have it, you can obviously play it. But uh, take back the House and the Senate and, of course, the White House. But uh, the reparations movement. She said that's not a problem. She's, yeah, she she's was going to propose the reparations, and they and they, they want they asked her. Uh, they talked about it growing uh, in uh, all over the world, and specifically yeah. needed help here in the U.S. Uh-huh. and wanted her to become a leader, you know, a co-leader, right, of the reparations movement. And she was, she said, more that's not a problem. It's not a problem.
1: I'm, I'm, I'll do that. I don't know if that's really know, who's going to pay reparation to, to whom. I mean. Do you have to have been a slave, or your great great grandparents have to be? No, yes, no. You, you have and then, to do be. do my great 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 grandparents have to have been slave owners in order for me to make reparations? No. or no. I no. just have to be white. That's correct. Right? I just have to be white. That's correct. So, white America Why are you even pays these money to black America. Why are
14: you even asking these uh, questions uh, when well, you know well, the answers, Pat? I, I don't um, understand.
1: Okay. All right, I, <laughs> I mean, know. <laughs> I can't believe we're talking reparations again. That's unbelievable. That sure is. It's just unbelievable. I
14: thought, and and I can't believe that we're talking,
1: obviously we're talking about it because it's
14: a movement that's going on outside of the United States, and it's, you know, picking up movement, so they want,
1: you know, help in the U.S. because they know here in the U.S. we're like, oh, no. He said something like, um, the guy who asked her the question said something like, uh, they are suing the European Union, the Caribbean countries are right. suing the, the yes. european union w- those are people who haven't done this <laughs> okay those there are the people who did this have been dead for 200 years 200 years okay the slave trade Horrible. stopped in the west in 1807 with both the united states and great britain both stopped the trade not slavery but the trade in right. 1807 so you're talking about people who have been dead for over 200 years now? I don't know who you want to pay reparations. Uh, where's that going to come from?
14: Uh, the government. Yeah, just uh, okay. The, the every existing government. Government. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, the existing right. government, mm-hmm. and specifically the existing white government. the white governments. Yeah. Okay, the white people. Of uh, white charge. countries. Like the UK. That's correct. And I mean and that's what they're doing in South France. Africa now, right? That's what they want to do. They want to get rid of all the all the white farmers, all the white people business that have a ladder just take it over. Mm-hmm. It's not you know what? It's not yours anymore. hmm It's ours.
1: Okay. That worked out really well when uh, Robert Mugabe did that, gave all the farms huh. to his friends who didn't know how to farm. Huh. And then the people of his country starved. So Wait. That might go really well again. I don't know. So it was tried before? Yeah, it's been tried. Mm-hmm. It's been it It's been done. It's been done. Did not go that well? You you know? you're
14: claiming the way you made it sound is that he gave it to his friends yeah, he and they gave it didn't to his know friends, how to farm so yeah. weren't necessarily grew. farmers
1: and they, they didn't, didn't know, know what to grow. do? Right. Yeah, it's kind of strange, but he gave him a you know, huge swaths of land and farms. Yeah, but it
14: doesn't. I mean, all you do is look at the land and stuff grows on it. I, don't, I mean, people yeah. eat what co- grows up on the land. Tell that
1: to a farmer and see what they say to you.
14: I mean, that's all <laughs> right. I mean, I'm just saying that's how it's done, right?
1: Not really. No, no. So
14: and that's why just, they had
1: no food. You hire a couple uh, people to pick it out of the fields and,
14: yeah, that, and it comes right to the market. Right. It's right?
1: not quite that easy, you know? It's pretty close, but not quite that easy. I was. Yeah, you might have been it's misled sure. a little bit on the whole farming situation. <laughs> well, they didn't use Brondo on the crops. That's what happened. Like an idiocracy.
14: <laughs> so st-
1: so stupid. Yeah,
4: <laughs> so stupid.
14: Hey, uh, if you're uh, up uh, 33 minutes past midnight tonight, mm-hmm. uh, SpaceX going to blast off another rocket, the Falcon 9 rocket. I'll miss that uh, from Florida. Uh, they're tasked <laughs> with the uh, the communication satellite, the Hispasat, called the Hispasat. 30W-6. Well, that's catchy. That's really <laughs> that is, catchy. I mean, that is nice of them, yeah. And uh, they're not going to uh, do their signature rocket landing at sea after takeoff either. It's too heavy. I mm. do too much blast to get that thing up into space. Mm. But, uh, they're, I mean, good for them. I say keep going. Blast and what are they taking maybe. up there this time? Just a uh, uh, satellite. Another satellite? A communication satellite, yeah. yeah okay. Mm. Yeah, The uh, it, it, they they in fact call it a... Hefty communication satellite. Mm. So uh, his percent is uh, quite a big one. Yeah. <laughs> Go kay. ahead. Do blast off. We'll be good. Did you know? <laughs> did you know that Twitter was broken, Pat? That it's broken. That it's broken. No. I didn't realize it was broken. But according to their CEO Jack Dorsey this weekend, um, oh yeah, he's it's it's it, the platform is uh, is is in important ways broken. Well, I
1: I agree with that.
14: And he committed to the company to trying to fix its problems while acknowledging that hey, it won't be easy.
1: Yeah, it won't. I mean, you're going to have to decide how um, you're going to fix it because it's it's filled with nastiness. We all know that, right? Twitter is not uh, the place to go if you want to feel good. <laughs> Well, that's not true either. No, that's not not true either. It's not the place if you want to feel good. It's just not. You can. But you probably won't. You probably won't. You can. And heaven
14: heaven forbid we built a social platform. We didn't think somebody was going to say something mean on it.
1: (laughs) I mean. You mean what? Get over it. Okay. Well, either that or you don't use it right
14: right and i mean i i have i have a feeling that that's probably what they're leading toward i don't know how you fix
1: that though i don't, I don't know how you fix mean things being said about yeah you people. can't uh you can't at this point right unless mean, you change yeah. i mean if i guess you can it's your private business so if you want to eliminate anybody saying anything mean to anybody else you can but it's going to kill your platform because that's what it is right, right? And well and that's they're saying
14: that's what they're saying that the ai platforms and i know facebook and some of the others are trying to starting to test and use their their uh, algorithms so that uh, you know they can search out you know bad stuff being said, then right. they can just block
1: it and be done with it. Did you see um, the algorithm, the hate speech algorithm thing that that we played earlier? Yes, I mean a little frightening. Let's play that again. Can, if we have it uh, handy, um, let's play that algorithm hate speech thing because that is chilling. It is. <laughs> it's a little frightening. Perhaps
12: ADL in the University of California at Berkeley's D Lab have been working to develop a new approach to tackle online hate using the latest methods. The goal of the Online Mm -hmm. Hate Index is to help tech platforms better understand the growing amount of hate on social media Mm. and to use that Mm -hmm. information to address the problem. By combining artificial intelligence and machine learning with social science, the Online Hate Index will ultimately uncover and identify trends and patterns in Uh hate speech across different platforms. We've just completed our first oh, phase of research. How and we you? found that the machine learning model identified hate speech Super accurately. Super accurate. Between 78 that. and 85 percent of the Good. Time. it. Good. In the next phase of our project, we will look at specific targeted populations <laughs> According to in whom? a more
14: detailed manner. <laughs> Listen, the 22 we'll percent we got, Rob. Sorry. Media
1: sites. I can't take her anymore. All right. Sorry. Yeah, but the
4: music makes them. me want to <laughs> keep watching because it's That's, progressive.
1: Music. We got it. That's crazy. Man. I know. Who's determining? what's hateful and what isn't well they are who's determining that it's 78 to 85 percent accurate and what about the other 15 to don't worry about those people don't worry about that Uh, we were wrong sorry sorry we were wrong on those but uh that's that's what happens right i mean facebook had the big shoot this this weekend over
14: asking uh you know about their they ran their survey uh asking users about their grooming behavior and uh, one of the questions uh, was thinking about, I'm thinking about an ideal world where you could set Facebook policies, how you could handle the following private message in which an adult man asks a 14-year-old girl for sexual pictures. It's one of the questions on the on their survey. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they sent that out, and then all of a sudden it was like, ooh, hey, we probably, uh, we probably, it's Facebook, what are you doing? All these people sent them messages like, what is this? Oh, we sometimes ask for feedback from people about our community standards and the types of content that they would find most concerning on Facebook. Look, we understand this survey refers to offensive content that is already prohibited on Facebook and that we have no intention of allowing. Hey, you know what? So we stopped the survey. (laughs) Sorry. Don't worry about it. We didn't mean to send that thing out anyway. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, man. Don't worry about that. It's it's okay. We didn't Uh, mean it.
1: I understand Facebook. You know, they've got 2 billion users. I know. But I understand... It's starting to become really unhip with the kids. Oh, yeah. it's because their parents are following, right? And grandma, <laughs> yeah. grandpa's on it. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's on it now, and they don't want any part of it. So they're right. going to Snapchat Move or on. Instagram or whatever. Yeah. So Facebook, there's, a, there's a few other new ones. When now, that happened so. to MySpace, bye bye MySpace. Oh, no, MySpace I'm, is still, still there, Pat. Yeah, it's, it. it's still there. Gone. It's still and, there. oh, is it on ever a, used? On
4: a server <laughs> somewhere, it's still there. <laughs> it's
14: not gone.
1: <laughs> you remember when uh, it was like 2006 <laughs> that I think Fox News bought that for yeah. $300 million. A lot of yep. money, yeah. Huge. And then he sold it for $50 million. Made us cut his losses, but Yeah, just like it, it tanked overnight yeah that was too bad facebook i mean beat the crap out of it right and it was over and and so that's gonna happen to facebook and you think, I think you think uh, uh, you know somebody would you know try to
14: see it you know that was tough to because other people were like well we saw it coming
1: mm-hmm. ah, you know
14: that's tough to that's mm-hmm. tough to call and he, he you make a bet right i mean rupert has paid off on a few bets he's made yes yes so you know he's lost 250 million on that one it kind of loses us get out. Mm-hmm. Have a nice day. Mm-hmm. um you know what i'll I'll save a trip to Spain once this year, okay, <laughs> be over with. Uh, also, Cosby went back into court this morning. Uh, they're fighting you know his case is coming back up. Uh, they're real soon, that's gonna be everywhere. The retrial is scheduled for April second. Uh, but they went back in uh, they went back in court this morning, and they were going to uh, charge that uh, uh, the defense team is asking that uh, all these uh, other charges are being to get thrown out. these other women. They want to bring up all these other cases, uh, the past cases that have been, uh, you know, saying that we'll the same way and charge it. But he's only charged in one case, uh, the assault of the former Temple University Women's Basketball Mm. Administrator. And uh, they're saying, that's the only case we should be talking about. Mm. We shouldn't be bringing up all these other cases and all these other women that are alleging, you know, some of the same stuff. So there's that case is back in court. Now we're back swinging with Bill Cosby.
1: And I'll leave you with uh, my favorite. Leave us, leave us us with it after this. Just after this, after this, because I got to get to this. i got to tell you about a a great new client who is doing some incredible work. Uh, It's no secret that our veterans are virtually forgotten by the government. They serve to protect, but that's where we come in as Americans. Do you know there's tens of thousands? There are something like seventy two thousand veterans organizations, and none of them help to pay for funeral costs of our vets. So the average funeral runs around $7,000, but you can spend a lot more. And the VA only pays around $300 toward expenses. Shameful how we treat our heroes. So along came a great guy named Troy who lost a fellow veteran, uh, his buddy, his best buddy, to suicide. And he was determined to help pay for a proper funeral for his friend, so here's what he did. He turned some scrap lumber into great-looking American flags like this. I mean, he does such a great job. This is really cool. Um, it it's actually art with a purpose. And now you can help support veterans and their families by visiting DogTagFurniture.com. Uh, there's a lot of great things on the website with sales benefiting those who served. So you can really help make a real difference today. Dog tag furniture where things like this that uh, Keith just showed are for sale. Look at how beautiful that is. It just does a fantastic job, and it's for such a great cause. So visit DogTagFurniture.com.
0: Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network. Unleashed.
1: Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. All right, uh, Jeffy had one more tweet. Just a tweet, right? you Just know. The tweet. end. The, the he end. The has segment. To get out. The
14: picture is yeah. of uh, security uh, walking down the red carpet last night, uh, pre-Oscars, and uh, it's from uh, at Ranger Holton, and it is uh, entitled "Good Guys with Guns Protecting Cultural Elites." Good for me, but not for thee.
4: <laughs> yeah
14: i mean great. if anything it was a bunch of hypocrites
1: is wow the hollywood elites i mean i know look at that i know is that real or did somebody photoshop that uh, it, either way you know what i don't care <laughs> <laughs> i kind of want to know it's if, real. It's real. No, I believe. if it's real I mean, if it's real then that's unbelievable I, man i find it i wouldn't be surprised
14: in today's world that not being real but I find it, I would find it hard to believe that it
1: wasn't real. You yeah. know what I mean? If it, it's real, it's outrageous. Yeah, they shouldn't, first of all, I i kind of doubt it's real because eh? they wouldn't be dressed in military gear, would they?
14: Well, a SWAT team uh, te- going through the going through the building, right? Pre-Oscars. Mm, sure. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I'm trying to verify that. All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll as see as if we, see we can verify mean, that. I, either way. Like I said, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know what? It's real. At least you're Whether somebody faked it
14: or not, it's real.
1: <laughs> damn it, Pat. If somebody faked it, it, it's funny. If somebody didn't fake it and it's real, it's outrageous. Right? Either way, it's outrageous. Way. Damn elites. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, man. All right. 888-933-93. More Pat Grandleashed on the way.
0: Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome,
1: Triple Eight. Nine
0: hundred
8: thirty-three
1: ninety-three. Hmm. Uh, this is interesting. NRA memberships have surged in light of the pounding they're taking from the other side. Uh, Daily Mail reports that Google searches for NRA membership rose forty-nine hundred percent since the attack. Uh, that's great. The Hollywood attitude was epitomized after writer-director Judd Apatow and actress Mia Farrow and comedian Chelsea Handler, all of whom responded to the Florida school attack by calling calling out the NRA to drive a wedge between voters and pro-gun legislators. Um, CNN's February 21st gun control town hall highlighted the media's anim- animosity toward the NRA. <clears throat> and yet, people seem to be jumping in to support them by joining up so that's great good uh also some uh, tweets at pat unleashed from navy aviator uh now it's now it's lgbtq lmnop and a which stands for amphibious if you were listening earlier to the shape of water discussion because uh, that won the Academy Award, and apparently it's a woman who falls in love uh, with a fish.
4: I'm or so- oh, sorry?
1: a humanoid amphibious oh, well, now it's creature okay. of some sort. You made it sound tawdry. Yeah, I mean, it's a fish in the form of a human. Yeah, I get it. Uh, it's, it's still icky. <laughs> um, but who am I to say that? Well, yeah, I you mean... Know, I, I mean, I never had a relationship with a fish, so what do I know? Yeah, did
4: you let your kids watch The Little Mermaid?
1: Yes. Yes, I did. Then we're done. <laughs> Hypocrite. Uh, from, uh, from Domestic Champ, I think we, conservatives, are all skilled experts in the art of not spontaneously combusting when constantly faced with rhetoric and vomitous leftist policies. Uh, mercenary grip? I had my pancreas mo- removed due to injuries from a car accident. So if you know anyone who needs an expert to cut into their GI tract, give them my number, will you? <laughs> <laughs> See, when you've been through something, that makes you an expert on that something. It's interesting. Like if, obviously with the, with the kids, mm-hmm. they were in a horrible shooting. So now they're gun experts. Uh, if you're in a tornado, you're an expert on tornadoes. Hmm. If you've been through a hurricane, you immediately become a meteorologist. If you have survived somehow uh, uh, an accident in a plane, a plane crash, if you will, mm-hmm. then you can tell the airline industry how to become more safe. I mean that's just that makes sense, right? It all makes sense. Uh, From Jeff Womack, if I survive my commute to work, I should be able to tell the DOT how to better design highways. Very true too. Yes. Huh. Even though surviving the commute isn't necessarily a tragedy, but it's kind of hard. It's hard to survive a commute. Well, I mean that I'll give you that. That's actually true. That is true. Mm -hmm. So, So. So. I mean, if you missed it, let's play that again because it's worth it. It's this will get your blood flowing on a Monday. <laughs> this is these are the kids uh, Cameron Kasky, David Hogg, on Bill Maher uh, talking about the fact that they are the experts.
9: You can say that we don't know what we're talking about because we're 17 years old, but yeah, until you you've been on about. the receiving end of an AR 15, until you've been locked mm. into your class, look, Wayne Lapierre, Dana Loesch. Right. Flash. I don't know. I don't know if you guys have ever had to deal with that, but as far as I know, that's not the case. We've been locked in a classroom. We mm. have seen our friends text their parents goodbye. We are mm. the experts. No, we no, know no. exactly what we're talking about. How no. dare you tell us we don't know what we're I'm, I'm friend.
1: Friend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, even Bill Maher knows. How bad that is. How bad it looks. The kid look
4: possessed. I mean, the
1: kid's so angry, so full of himself, mm. so egomaniacal. Good heavens. Well, everybody grieves in
4: different ways. Y-
1: yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> and it is true. Mm. But then he goes on to show he knows nothing about what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know anything about it. Uh, here he is talking about the Second Amendment rhetoric.
9: The Second Amendment is a very, mm-hmm. very good piece of rhetoric defense that I've seen a lot mm-hmm. because it, they, mm-hmm. they put it as if we're attacking a, a, a right that you're born with. And at the end of the day, a 19-year-old... <laughs> it well, is if you're an American. Well, if you're an American. A 19-year-old bought a weapon that yeah, you don't we're, need we're to Americans, keep robbers and bears so. out of your house. And if that, if that kid had seen a professional Wait, for five minutes, they wouldn't have said you need a gun. They would have said you need a counselor. And that was just allowed to happen.
1: I don't even know where to begin. I mean, it's just so unbelievable. It's so unbelievable that we're in this position right now.
4: He just admitted.
1: He just admitted. That
4: your government failed you, yet we need the government to jump in and fix this. Yeah. Oh.
1: He also showed his total ignorance on the Second Amendment. Mm -hmm. It's almost as if they believe they're born with that right. Okay, well, if you're an American. Yeah, you are. If you're an American, you are. You're you're born with that, right? And then is
4: responsible. Yeah, well, if you're an American, well, I mean, so if your problem isn't with American <laughs> laws, then go protest in a country where it's not America. Then, man,
1: I can't Oof, help it's, me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, it's a difficult. Well, we said at the beginning, there's something different about it this time, mm-hmm. and we're seeing that mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Uh, there's something different about it this time, and the difference is they're using these kids. Unfortunately, these kids are 17 years old and they don't know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. They can tell you all they want. They know they're experts on it because they've been through it. That doesn't make you an expert. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to talk to these kids, you know, re- rationally, mm-hmm. reasonably, if they can. If I can. I'm hoping I think I can. Um, but I would love to have them on the show. And talk to them about the fact that they don't know. If they don't know what they're talking about. You are 17 years old, and you don't know what you were talking about. You haven't had the life experience. You haven't raised a family. You haven't paid bills. You haven't, you haven't had to uh, cling to rights of any kind because you got your parents uh, to do all that for you. Now, when you've raised a family... And when you've been through work situations and when you've had to put food on the table for your children and when you've had to fight for your rights, not your right to party oh. like the Beastie Boys mm-hmm. song that you probably know, but that's not the right I'm talking about. No. When you've fought for rights, then you can come to me and tell me when you're 40 or you're 50, then you can, we can sit down and have a discussion. And my guess is you will feel completely differently about what you're screaming about right now.
4: Hmm. Uh, I think the left is going to have to get some uh, better synchronization on their messaging because it looks like right now on Capitol Hill, there are DACA protests happening with uh, some Dreamers uh, chained to themselves. So uh, that's going to steal some of the the gun control thunder if they're not careful.
1: (laughs) Be careful. Wow, they're going after it all right now. Mm -hmm. They're just trying for it all. And then they did that on the, I guess, on the Oscar uh, broadcast last Mm -hmm. night. They brought Dreamers out with with some of the presenters, right? They had the Me Too people and the DACA people. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to mash all of these things together. Now we've got the gun control. We've got the DACA. We've got the Me Too movement. And nobody is stopping to take a breath here and say, well, wait a minute. Uh, do we even know that these people have committed any sort of offense against women? Do, uh, I mean, and these dreamers, do they are they really in a position to demand things from the rest of us? Because I don't think so. Just because they've been breaking the law for a long time and, and their parents brought them here breaking the law. That doesn't mean they can demand everything they want right now. That doesn't mean that. It's just, it's out, out of control. The whole, whole situation is out of control right now. This time is different. By the way, Russia is claiming now that the U.S. is inf- interfering in its upcoming vote for president. Uh, they're claiming that the uh, upcoming presidential vote uh, is being interfered with. It's saying the U.S. was looking to create chaos in Russia. Um, The news agency uh, Ryabkov, Ryabkov also said that U.S. imposed sanctions were primarily aimed at destabilizing the country. They didn't provide any evidence to support any of these claims. Russian citizens are due to head to the ballot box on March 18th with the latest opinion polls indicating an overwhelming victory for incumbent Vladimir Putin? Whoa.
4: What? Whoa, exit polls missed this one, huh? (laughs) What? Are we sure? Did you
1: read that again? What? Wow. Latest opinion polls indicate an overwhelming victory is on the way for the incumbent Vladimir Putin. Who saw that coming?
4: Absolutely no one. (laughs)
1: What the? This might be episode of the a century. Stunning surprise. Yeah. That'll be a shocker yeah. if he wins
4: again. But, but who's he running against? Seriously, that isn't dead yet.
1: <laughs>
4: I mean, I want to know. I want. I want to see like a. I want a sample ballot. For I'd Russia. love to see the sample ballot. Sample ballot. ballot love elections. to see it.
1: You never know. That's so great. But
4: okay, I'm looking. Let's see.
1: Here. Uh... The strongman leader of Russia is a dominant force in political life and has been since first becoming prime minister in 1999. I remember that. Oh remember that? Boy. So it's going on 20 years now. But for a while, he, he put um, Medvedev in there for a short while <clears throat> and pretended like he was the guy in control. <clears throat> and do you remember yep. when Obama said to uh, Medvedev, tell Vladimir, communicate to Vladimir that it'll be different after the election. We'll be able to do more for him then. <laughs>
4: Uh-huh. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so they created a special office, you know,
1: for Putin, mm-hmm.
4: and then they were just like, eh, "Screw it, he can do what he wants." Uh, but there are seven guys running against Putin. I mean, you'd think you would only need to convince, like, one guy, like, look, dude, just run. We're, we know we're not going to mm-hmm. kill you. Just we need to make it look like. But no, you've got a woman. Seven running? guys. Yeah, there's a woman wow, and a running. woman. Wow. Yeah. So it was like six and one or something. Wow. I don't know.
1: And he's ahead in the polls, though. That's incredible. Right. You would expect That's it to incredible. just be down to the wire. Remember this exchange? My last election, basically. Yeah. After uh, uh-huh. my election, I had more flexibility. Yeah, more flexibility. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. I transmit this information to Vladimir. I transmit this information to Vladimir. Yeah, thanks. Do that for me, would you please? So
4: there's a TV. Talk about
1: collusion. Wow. Uh,
4: there's a chick that's on TV that's running against uh, against him.
1: On uh, RT or...
4: Uh, uh, no, uh, I don't know. doesn't say Some RT. Some Russian agency? But... Uh, I don't know. We're going to have to look into these candidates. This is going to be fun. We're yeah. going to and then, seven. Then we'll go out on a limb and make a prediction. Uh, but uh, no, they're going to have the election on uh, Sunday, March eighteenth, which is very mm-hmm. Russian. Have an election on the Lord's mm-hmm. Day. But mm-hmm. uh, anyhow, um, th- this is. Uh, I. I don't know. I'm interested now.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Will he actually win that election? I'm. Well, I, I I'm all a tingle just to think that seven people are running against him. That's got to split the vote a lot. Yeah, I mean... And yet he's favored overwhelmingly in polls. Yeah, good luck getting that plurality there, <laughs> Vlad. <laughs> so ridiculous. Uh, what if I told you there's a new product to safely practice shooting your gun in your own home? Yeah, without shooting uh, through walls. Like that one guy did. Uh, where was that? Uh, was it D- Detroit where he was practicing? He was <laughs> target shooting at yeah. his walls. Yeah. Surprisingly, the bullet went through the walls into his neighbor's uh, apartment. It's a
4: magic bullet.
1: And he was arrested for doing that. Weird. Wow. Wow. So (laughs) he's an idiot, obviously. And uh, using live ammo in an apartment complex, here's a way you could actually do that. And it would be great. iTarget Pro. You utilize your cell phone and their proprietary app, which uses a laser in place of the bullet. That's kind of the key and that detects exactly where your shots are landing and you can see it and hear it it's really cool so go to the letter i then targetpro.com and watch the video for yourself it's really really amazing so you you just aim and you shoot and you shoot it from a distance and you find you see where it happened where it hit and you just you get good you get proficient at using your gun you save on ammo you save on range fees 10%, uh, you'll also save them another 10% with the offer code PAT when you purchase the iTarget Pro system. Now, competitive shooters dry fire 10 times more than they live, live fire. First of all, because it's less expensive to do it that way, and you hone your skills that way, and it saves a lot of hassle that way. So save, mo- save money, save time, and take your skill to the next level. Safely and Effectively. It's the letter I, then targetpro.com. Use the offer code Pat. I targetpro.com.
0: Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Oh boy, things are heating up in that uh, presidential election in Moscow, the one that we're interfering in. Uh, Seven candidates running against Vladimir Putin. Oh, wow. Seven. One of them, Kesnya Sobchak, was doused with water in Moscow on Sunday by an aide to a Moscow city (laughs) council member. Now, that doesn't sound that bad. (laughs) But she was doused with water in sub-zero temperatures. Wow! So that's really cold. That's and some of it probably froze on her on her clothes, and she probably had some ice on her.
4: Hmm. She's probably bundled up though. She could have been killed.
1: She could have been killed. Really? Yeah. I mean, if that, what if her whole body would have frozen in the water?
4: Was she naked?
1: No, I don't think so. No, she had like fur coats on.
4: Okay. (laughs) I think we're all fine here. (laughs) Anyway, what does she stand for?
1: Uh, Do we know? Fun. She stands for fun. I don't know. We got, we, I, I really want to look Let's into this. Let's go through this, these
4: tomorrow because I, I i think we have some fun going through these, uh,
1: yeah, hopes yeah. for
4: Russia's future.
1: Because <laughs> I mean, he's not guaranteed anything, right? I mean, Putin, yeah, he's been there since '99, but he could be defeated this time. This time's different, right? <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> this is a free and fair election going oh, on yeah. in Russia. You know that, right? I mean,
4: he's not expected wink, wink. to get more than
1: 98. He won't, he won't get more than 98, 99%. 99. Just like uh, uh, Saddam Hussein used yeah. to do. <laughs> uh, he never got 100%. Not once. You know what this says about the rest of the world and
4: how how the rest of the world is better than us? Look at how unified these people are, right? Look at that, yeah. They go to the Look polls, at they've got seven choices, and the guy who wins are going to be unified behind with 98% of the vote at least.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Just
4: like Saddam Hussein.
1: They're showing us the way, and we're just not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> Of course, Donald Trump would like us to pay attention, but that's another story altogether. Well, he thinks it's great what Xi Jinping has done. Uh He's going after a president for life as well. Mm -hmm. In fact, I think they just, I think the Politburo, or not the Politburo, but uh, the Chinese version of that uh, just said yes to it. So he's going to be president for life.
4: Or somebody on Twitter pointed out, yeah, we've kind of done that. It's called FDR. (laughs)
1: Yeah, and you know and what? The only thing
4: that stopped him was death. And a new amendment came after that because, yeah. see, that kids, kids in Parkland, that's how it works. Okay, if you right. want to change, you do that. Yeah. Ask for an amendment.
1: Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. it, you'll
4: find it's a lot more difficult than just uh, marching in a well, major that's, metropolitan area. It's too area. hard.
1: It's too hard. So we got, we need action right now, Keith. Hmm? We need gun control right now. Oh, well, we can't we can't mess around with these. What is it? You called it an, okay, so, an amendment? Yeah, you'll need to get a, a, no. a
4: super majority, and
1: and that and takes Congress. too long. And yeah. then you've got to go to the states, to to the states and, get, the, and get, get it approved by t- two thirds or three fourths or nine eighths or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. Just, just I don't want to. Thirty eight states. Thir- that's a mm-hmm. lot. No, and, and, that takes too long. Okay. I'm not doing it that way. We're going to demonize the NRA, and we're and we're going to get like an executive order from the next president when he comes up.
4: Wait, but. That's going to be at least
1: that's too long three too. Years. So we're going to have to force Donald Trump to do it, and he'll okay. Now this is getting maybe serious do now. because I don't like the trajectory of his conversation now <laughs> based on new evidence last week. Well, what was it he said last week? He said I'm going to take the guns. I'm, I've already taken care second. of the uh, uh, the bump stock. I'm going to take care of that myself. That's done. That's done. Mm-hmm. Wait, how'd you do that? I mean, that's gun control. You're, you you can just do that with an executive order on bump stocks really wow uh, i'm not sure i like that well no in fact i'm sure i don't so stop doing that you know it was it was it was a uh, it was hideous when obama did the executive orders but it's great now no not to me 888 nine hundred let's go to mark in massachusetts you're on the blaze hi
10: good afternoon boys how are hey, you doing good <laughs> Hey, so I wanted to add something to this uh, conversation about guns, um, because yeah. it, it actually comes down to security. So I, I own a software company, and so I'm quite familiar with security, but it doesn't matter whether you're talking about, say, an e-commerce website or a bank, right? So if there's a uh, site gets hacked or a bank gets robbed, what happens is that you look internally. You say, okay, what were our procedures? What were our protocols? You know, mm-hmm. let's take a look. Let's audit what happened? Let's take a look at our plans. Let's create a a um, risk matrix and let's go by point by point. Was there some single point of failure? What did we have in place that were meant to be redundancies? Were they compromised? And we just look in comb through layer by layer to see how did it happen? You know, what could have been done to prevent it from happening again? What countermeasures are we going to include to see that it can't happen again? And th- that is how security works.
8: Mm-hmm.
10: And and we need to, you know, I mean, I understand emotional kids, but we have to inject logic and sanity and practicality into this conversation because nothing is secure. And certainly, I mean, if laws were the, were the panacea, one drop of booze wouldn't have flowed during Bolstead for 13 years. I mean, did, did the Bolstead Act stop people from drinking? No. It's, it's the same thing. Making a law that somehow, you know, made all arms illegal doesn't change the fact that there will be people who will seek to possess weapons. We have to look at this from a security perspective. It's, it's no more complicated than that.
1: But, Mark, are you challenging the expertise of these 17 year olds? They're experts. They're, they told us they're experts so well i yeah well you got me there yeah Uh, i did yeah that shut you down didn't it yeah
10: okay you're not so confident now mister put me in my place (laughs) put that in your pocket. heck with what i know about application security dang
1: (laughs) yeah yeah have you had an ar-15 aimed at you no so you're not an expert get off the phone
10: well okay (laughs) Uh, you you unspooled my entire logic chain (laughs) thanks mark
1: no it's a great point and it's it's a point well taken um And if we could approach this from the standpoint of logic, it would be great, right? We're just not doing that right now. We're just not doing it. I don't know that the president is even doing that. Hmm. We just seem to be going off emotion and listening to these kids and all of these late night talk show hosts and comedians and... The uh, Me Too movement and everybody else turning to these kids and saying, You're great. That's so great. Keep leading us. There are 16 and 17 year old kids who don't know anything. What do you mean? They're going to lead us uh, on, on such an important issue, really? Uh, it, it's nuts. It's just, it's madness. <laughs> I mean, it's madness. 888 nine hundred Let's go to Jerry in Illinois. Jerry, you're on the blaze. Yeah, Pat. Hey. Hey, how are you? Good. Uh, my question is, uh, last year I had
7: major headaches for over a month. Uh-huh. So I went to the doctor, and they prescribed to me a Prozac. Prozac. It was a derivative of Prozac. He even told me. He goes, hey, listen, you know, before you go home and you go on the Internet and you see that it's Prozac... Now you know we find it. It's going to help you. It's going to help you, you know, with your headache and stuff. Well, after that, I didn't do it. So not then. Now this year, I got shingles. Right? They mm-hmm. gave me the same drug. I feared that they're going to use that against me to take away my guns because I'm on I'm on Prozac.
1: It, That could happen. I mean, that's a legit. I think it's a legitimate concern, Jerry. So you haven't Correct. taken it for that reason? Have you? Have you not Correct. taken? It? Yeah, you should look Correct. at
7: it. So, so, so now now they're they're blackballing me. They're you know they're they're they you know, they're putting uh you know tags or whatever. Mm-hmm. I I am I'm visually impaired, okay? Yeah. And that that shouldn't that shouldn't cost, you know, for me not to own a weapon. It should not. I still you know, I target my you know, my targets and what have you and all that stuff. I practice on a regular basis. Hang and on everything. just
1: a second. We're at the we're at the bottom hour break. We'll get right back to you in a second here.
0: Cat gray the blaze radio network
1: Nine hundred thirty-three, ninety-three. Uh, we were talking to Jerry in Illinois about um, this madness with the gun control thing. Now, first of all, you were worried that uh, because you you were prescribed a Prozac derivative for headaches, and uh, you didn't take them, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. And yeah. then and then I and then I seeked out another doctor, right? You know, mm-hmm. well,
7: you know, and, and then and then I went to uh, marijuana for that, you know. Okay, so then that took care of that. Then I got shingles. And then I went to another doctor for the shingles, which I didn't know what it was at the, at, you know, at, at the offset. Yeah. So then when I went in there, he prescribed the same thing. Oh, wow. The same, same drug, mm-hmm. which was, a, a, you know, a, a Prozac derivative, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, yep. wow, you know, okay. So, and not to mention I got a scolding. But not, you know, not only that. I mean, as far as you know, like Illinois, I mean, it, it, it's getting goofy. Okay, I left flags out in, in my front lawn and my my uh, cul-de-sac. You know, they they tore my flags out, and then I got a letter. I got a five dollar fine in the winter. In the winter, mm. and then they and then they pulled the flags out. The what, your homeowners, back.
1: your homeowners association
7: took correct, the flags out. Correct. Correct.
1: Do they have a the do they one, have anything in your agreement about not putting flags out on no, your sir. lawn? No, uh, sir. Wow. No,
7: sir. Do you the only the only thing that Ooh. we have is the Christmas lights and what have you, and uh, you know, and and, and I maintain that, garbage cans, things like that, you know. Yeah. i I went through it multiple times. So Illinois is getting really goofy, but as far as the gun control
1: no, it's not just oh, Illinois, yeah. man. It's not just Illinois. It's getting goofy everywhere. Yeah. Appreciate it, the really re- it, it really, oh, it really is. It's bad. Thanks, Jerry. Um, now let me ask you this though: If you have migraines, are you an expert brain surgeon? Can you perform brain surgery if you have migraines? I think so, right? You're an expert at that point. You don't need to go to I law think, school yeah, if, if you if your head hurts. I think you can become a brain surgeon. I think that's fair. I think that makes you a brain surgeon. Right, right. right? I think that
4: makes you a brain surgeon yeah, and it does. I think it, it makes does. you like the chief brain surgeon spokesman if you were able to get your migraines <clears throat> to go away through whatever means. That's right.
1: Okay. You might try this instead of the Prozac that they were I understand um Botox is good for migraines. Oh seriously they say botox you might want to ask about that Put jerry i should have told you that when you were on the phone but Your maybe brain? hopefully you're still listening botox uh injections or yeah i think it's injections into what can stop migraines i you know you're not a, you haven't had the migraines i haven't had so migraines. you're not a brain surgeon so i'm not and i'm not a brain surgeon that. or a brain expert expert so I don't know, but that's what I've heard. There was a time look when I into that. That's that's a you know it's an alternative to Prozac.
4: I was a hat expert at one time, but because you wore
1: hats, what or because you, yeah, but that that okay. was in a previous life. Yeah, so you're not anymore. I'm, no, I don't. I know. So why don't um, you shut up then? Okay, shut expert. up. Uh. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm just trying right. to keep my head warm okay. over here. Don't mind me. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. There's a. Uh, Person, Belarusian social media star is hoping to trade some information she says she has that links President Donald Trump to the Kremlin mm. for her release from a Thai prison on sex charges. Mm. So, so, what's this? I think that's pretty reliable information, right? It a- sounds like it. Anastasia Vakush- Vashukovich? Sure. Anastasia Vashukovich, uh, or maybe it's Vashukovich. I it think depends. she, she needs a second name,
4: know. and she gets one later mm-hmm. in the story.
1: Anyway, she's become internationally famous in recent months uh, for her racy selfies. She was jailed in Thailand for offering sex lessons without a permit. <laughs> I hate when that happens. Yeah, you got to get a permit for everything nowadays. Yeah, I don't want to stand don't in you? line
4: and like, yeah, say, so what you do you need a permit to. for? I need to give sex class. What? I'm sorry?
1: The self-described mistress of Russian billionaire Oleg Deripaska was arrested with nine other Russians and Belarusians after officials received complaints about the $700 week-long class and they raided the meeting. Uh Uh-oh. I think that's, man, that's too bad. That's too bad. Vashukovich, who calls herself Nastya Rybka, (laughs) (laughs) told the AP that she fears for her life now and wants to trade information in the Trump-Russia probe for her own safety. She's not offered any evidence, which she previously claimed to have in an Instagram video, and it's not clear whether she has any useful information at all. My guess is, uh, no. But then I would guess Vladimir Putin's going to win the election too, and I—I I mean, I have got no knowledge of that. Yeah, I mean, you're not a Russian. Uh, I'm not voting. I'm expert. not a no. I'm not a Russian. Anything, thank heaven. Vashukovic and her jailed companions have sent a letter to the U.S. Embassy in Bangkok. Oh, here we go. Seeking asylum in exchange for photo-video-audio. Photo-video-audio evidence of wrongdoing between Trump and the Kremlin. And she also posted a video outlining her claims on Instagram. That's great.
4: Wait, why why is she waiting until... She's in prison to talk about this. I don't understand. I, I, yeah, that's a good it's question. It's almost like, yeah, I'll give question. you some good information. This sounds like the Ray Lewis situation in Atlanta.
1: She says, uh, I didn't want to tell you about many things. she didn't want to. she didn't want to. Oh, she didn't want now to. she's kind of been forced into it, I think. Now they're trying to lock us up, she says in the video. Um. But now I'm ready to put together all the pieces of the puzzle that you have been missing. Uh-huh. And back it up with audio and video regarding the ties of our esteemed lawmakers with Manafort, Trump, uh-huh. and all this buzz around the U.S. election. I know a lot, she said. He knows a lot. And I, I mean, you can't help but believe that. Like, if right? I could
4: pronounce her name, I would try to remember it. It's and v- then I would say, wow, remember when... Uh... Told you,
1: it's Vashukovich.
4: Anastasia Vashukovich warned us she had everything.
1: Those oh. Russian names are really cool. They're fun to say. No, they're impossible. If you can say them, they're fun.
4: I mean, I feel sorry for hockey announcers.
1: I mean, they have to like it's a lot rattle of off these the uh, Russian NHL names, now, right? Yeah. Well, here's here's how I get around that. Mm-hmm. I don't watch it, so <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> Saves me a lot of a lot of hockey. passes it off to Rabaska. Yeah, I never but hear that. You know. I don't. I don't hear any of that.
4: But why not, man?
1: And there is Gelnitskaya. No, nah, I see I don't I don't hear any of that. I don't I don't care about Gelnitskaya. I mean,
4: every day you find new ways to break my heart.
1: Yeah, well. So it goes. I mean it's that's what it,
4: it It's an aversion to ice. You you resisted curling. Yes. Now you're bad mouthing hockey.
1: Yeah. Well you they're both stupid sports. That's you why. fell in
4: love with curling, at least for it was like five minutes. <laughs> fell in love. At five minutes you were sitting here just going. <laughs> I think, oh, I get it. And again, somewhat
1: of an overstatement I that like I like it. Fell in love yeah. with hockey with uh, yeah. curling. Mm-hmm. I, is, I fell in love with the gold medal, though. That the hockey pl- that the oh, look you weren't even there for won. the
4: ride. You're like, oh yeah, so USA USA couldn't even get you to watch the gold medal match.
1: That is true. That is
4: true. So we're going to a so Dallas I'm... Stars game some point.
1: No, I'm never going to a Dallas Stars game. I can pretty well safely say that. Why? I mean, I've safely avoided Dallas Stars game it, to this point in my life, uh, and I'm so committed to that that I'm going to continue.
4: This is a ruse. This is an elaborate ruse. You're acting like you don't like hockey. It's really you don't want to hang out with me.
1: Well, it's. I mean, that too.
4: Uh, <laughs> I mean, whatever, man. That's <laughs> that cool. too. I don't have a no, heart.
1: There's definitely that element in it. Triple eight nine hundred 93 America's fastest growing cities, 2018. Mm. What would you think it was, mm. I, I would think it was someplace in Texas. Can I just
4: say wouldn't you? I know the answer and I called this 20 years ago because I wanted to live
1: there. Uh, you've been talking about it for about 20 years. I do know that mm-hmm. that's that's a fact
4: mm-hmm.
1: and i I don't know what your obsession has been with it. Oh. It started out with uh, with the Broncos. Yeah, the, so what, now everybody's Boise thinking State? Denver yeah. it's oh, Boise. Boise. yeah State thank you for. Boise. Well, I didn't
4: know. It. I we just—it's
1: trying to build it up a little bit. Weird
4: place to land. Leading
1: people toward Broncos, Denver, and then you Denver. just Boise State blurred out, yeah. Blurred out Boise. So it's Boise.
4: Yeah, Carrie and I spent a weekend up there. Mm-hmm. Um, back. This in- was even
1: before you spent the weekend, <laughs> though. You were all about Boise. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we had some extra. It's a really long story that I won't bore the audience with, but we had Please. some uh, travel vouchers that we just mm-hmm. had to use. I was like, "Where have I always wanted to go?" Boise, Boise, and you did. We spent about five days up there. Love that town. I think it was about two thousand and one or
1: two. Mm-hmm. And um, I would say it is a beautiful town. I've been there so for a long nice. time, but uh, my brother went to Boise State, and we visited many times. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's and, not, and it's grown a lot since. Apparently,
4: then. it has, and um, that was a. That was a stock I should have bought early on, huh? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so it's it's America's fastest growing city. Yeah. Now that's not based just on population; they also base it on technology, how the economy's doing. You know, there's several factors there
4: mm-hmm.
1: uh, that go into that, and it is kind of surprising to me that this isn't a Texas city. Uh, so Boise, Idaho, is the largest, or the, is the fastest growing. Mm-hmm. With a population growth of 1.79 percent, that's only fifteenth fastest. But then when you add all the other stuff, uh, projected population growth, job growth, uh, GMP growth, gross hmm. manipulated product. What is GMP? Uh, gross I know what national GDP product is gross national G- product. G M. Mm-mm, oh, G M. Gross. P- oh, metropolitan product maybe. Greater I don't know. metropolitan. Pe- I'm just going to keep moving. Yeah. Home growth, uh, home price growth. Uh, So anyway, when you take all those factors into account, Boise is Hmm. number one. At number two, Seattle, Bellevue, Everett area. Um, At number three is Dallas, Plano, Irving, Hmm. Uh, which you probably would expect. Orlando, Kissimmee, sanford florida is also uh number four if you've ever been to you've been to disney world right every time i go to disney world and it's not like i go all the time but Mm -hmm. but the few times i've been there the traffic there is so bad trying to get to and from disney or get around the orlando metropolitan area uh gotta stay you gotta
4: bite the bullet and Find a way to stay on, on the, park. the property. Yeah, yeah.
1: Which costs you about $17,000 a night. Mm-hmm. But it's almost worth it. Uh, Fort Worth, Arlington, Texas is number five. So, yes, there are Texas uh, yep. cities among them. Sure is. Las Vegas, Henderson Paradise, number six. Followed by Nashville, Austin, <laughs> uh, Cape Coral, Fort Myers, and Tacoma, Lakewood, Washington. So, those. Round out the top 10.
4: But yeah, you see how they break it down mm. into other categories like, um,
1: you know, the wealth the, and wages and jobs and sure. all kinds of things like that. Yeah. It's not, so it's not just well population. No.
4: Yeah. So fa- so fastest growing with jobs is Northport, Florida, which um, I believe is where the Braves uh, spring training, I just learned yesterday, is moving. Um, the uh, Seattle Metro is fastest for wages, but that's not going to last long because that's that artificial um, minimum wage mm. bull crap they're pulling there. Uh, yeah, so, anyway, but, yeah, output, yeah, no surprise. Most output, Texas, Austin.
1: Yeah, Texas. Mm -hmm. It's in Texas. Did you read the article over the weekend that Bend, Oregon, is now home to a ton, despite the fact that it's a 10-hour drive, they're home to a ton of Silicon Valley workers? Yeah, but they're taking, they're
4: taking...
1: Like, they're flying! Helicopter or whatever it was, yeah. One of them had a (laughs) private plane that he takes every day. (laughs) I'm like, oh, jeez! Yeah, if I could afford that I'd live I'd live somewhere else too, wait probably. You don't have a private plane? No, I don't I don't have a private wow. plane. So Brad Staggs and
4: I do, um in and separate
1: planes. So the, okay. I mean, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, that's so I mean I feel I, a little left out. Yeah, we were
11: wondering so. whose space that was next to our planes in the parking lot. Right, yeah, right. that's fine. So yeah, the wait.
1: empty space, you're gonna have a long wait yeah Yeah, that's
11: you want to drive in traffic. That's up to you. It's so much easier to fly above it all. Amen. Right? Right?
1: Yeah, they said this guy uh, has a 10 hour drive. Ten hours each way. I don't even understand. I don't even like, understand how you. you okay, you drive ten hours. Right. You work for eight, and then you drive the, back home, or do you stay I, there all week? I kind of scrolled through that. I was like, "Is he sleeping never at said. the office?" Yes, it Never said you. in the article. It was bizarre. It was very. It was there like, was
11: a big exodus from California to Oregon. What 20, 30 years ago, too? And boy, did they hate it. There was also oh, a mass
1: exodus from California
4: to Colorado, which, which yeah. we've seen translate and the it's laws, changed and now all those places. Boise, now they're going there.
1: Changed them all. Yeah. And it will change Boise, too. Mm-hmm. They're going to wreck that city as well.
8: Yes. <laughs> all right, let me
1: tell you about filterby.com. Uh, if you're breathing, uh, you know, that winter air that's kind of shut up because you're not opening your doors and windows because it's, well, too cold, then uh, I hope your filters are clean. Otherwise, you're just blowing those, all those allergy-aggravating substances around in your house, the mold, the dust, the pollen, all of that stuff, and it can make you sick. But there's a great way to fix it. It's called FilterBy. Dot com. It's America's leading provider of HVAC filters for homes and small businesses. Over 600 different filter sizes, including custom options. So, if you got some kind of unusual size that's hard to fit, uh, they can custom make one for you. And then they ship it free within 24 hours, and they're all manufactured right here in America. It's a great American company. Uh, it's really affordable, it's really convenient, and Merv up op- options all the way up to hospital grade. And when you, when you set up auto delivery so that they just come when you need them, you save 5%. So save money, save time, and just breathe better with FilterBuy.com. That's filter, dot FilterBuy.com. And we're joined now by Brad Staggs.
11: Mm-hmm. Well, now that you've got the, the, your lungs and your, your nose taken care of with the, with the filters, of mm. course. What about those ears, huh?
1: Oh, what about yeah. those crazy about ears? It, Brad? Hey, <laughs> what would you do?
11: What true you or false? About? What, Your what ears about? never stop hearing, even when you sleep. True or false?
1: Oh, I'm going to say that's oh. false. Oh, that's ah, true.
11: It's true. Obvious.
1: Oh, wow. What a surprise. They keep hearing. Yeah. Your brain huh, just ignores it. So
11: when, yes. When your wife in the middle of the night, that's your brain.
1: why it, comes, it becomes part of my dreams, my exactly. nightmares. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
11: Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see another <laughs> one. Uh, snakes use their bones, not their ears for hearing. That's true. That's, that's true. right, because yeah. snakes don't have ears. That really? was a trick question. Wow. Nice. And, uh, hey, male mosquitoes, what do they use? For the hearing,
1: female mis- <laughs> their needle nose. There's a joke there somewhere. Their the needle, needle nose. They
11: well, sort they, of, but they use their antenna.
1: I told you, it was their. They use their antennas.
11: And none That's of like them that. have to worry about earwax,
1: right? Not, Not one. Not one of them. them. But no. we do because we're human,
11: <laughs> right? Right. So many Just, problems we have, mm, and wow. earwax doesn't have to be a problem. And here's where I want to uh, clear up a misconception. I did see a a, a, a note from one of our uh, wonderful viewers and listeners who said that they looked everywhere for information on wax begone, and couldn't find it. And let me yeah, explain. There's a reason that. for that, right? Mm-hmm. It's not called wax begone. It's <laughs> called use dot com.
4: And how did that make you feel? Did it hurt you?
11: It, frustrated. It frustrated. You know, I need to say it more often. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I like freedom. So
4: say it. I do too. And I He's
11: don't right. like earwax. Right. And neither do you. Right. Ah. So if you go to use WaxRx, mm-hmm. use waxrx.com. That's where you'll find the information you need. And if you use promo code radio, you will get free standard shipping kits. So his ears clean right now. Use WaxRx.
0: Pat Gray the blaze radio network
1: 888 93 number to dial if you'd like to talk to us uh you can reach us by via twitter at pat unleashed as it's not over gop did parents across america should do a phone grab taking smartphones away from kids without notice and telling them no constitutional right protects their rights to them huh then let's see if kids understand constitutional rights 101 <laughs> uh from trav if being shot at or near where people were shot is the standard for being able to discuss gun laws, almost all politicians and celebrities can shut up. But that means a lot of military need to be getting calls for their opinion. That's for sure. Cops, military. Uh, Muffer Squish says, Shape of Water is the inevitable outcome of... Of turning the freaking frogs gay. Oh boy! Boy, oh, you said a mouthful. There. I don't like
17: them putting chemicals in the water that turn the freaking frogs gay.
4: Thank you. Thank, this is you. Crap. Whoa.
1: Whoa. Thank you.
4: <laughs>
1: Thank you. I'm in control now.
4: Wait, is that the trailer? For Ridiculous. Shake <laughs> Sick.
1: Water, <laughs> <laughs> Scum. By the way, he claimed uh-huh. <clears throat> that he was he was uh, banned from YouTube. Is it Alex Jones. Yeah, his his channel was uh, banned or put on probation or I don't know what. And I so I just went there to see if it's true and mm-hmm. I got there no problem. It didn't seem to be banned. He had all kinds of videos on his YouTube channel that were completely available. He also said that they were gonna delete thirty three all of his all of his videos. They said, no, we never never said that. So, I think he's just trying to drum up some support for his uh, subscribers. Are you, you can't trust what Alex Jones says? Is that a shocker or what? Hmm. Okay. How blown away are you at this very Quite moment? so. Did you think you would ever be more no. amazed than you are at this second? Yeah,
4: I'm dumbfounded. I, I I believe everything he says is gospel truth. That's why I'm so stunned right, right
1: now. Right? How about when he said this? Right. I, I had a son. Mm-hmm. I had a beginnings of a media empire. I was reaching millions of people, and everybody I couldn't believe He's talking about, I think, by the time he was 17 or 18. So, now, if he was one of the 17-year-old kids that's telling us what to do, you could trust him. Ladies but- and gentlemen, Thomas
17: Jefferson was mm-hmm. leading Virginia by 24.
1: Yeah, okay.
17: Thomas Jefferson had four college degrees by 22.
1: A- Alex, I-, I know Thomas Jefferson. Uh, uh, Thomas Jefferson is a hero of mine. You're no Thomas Jefferson. So, um,
17: Thomas Jefferson was designing architecture by 20, building and getting contracts by 22. Yes. Thomas Jefferson wrote the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. That's true. Thomas Jefferson was the leader of the Illuminati by 34 worldwide.
1: <laughs> no, there? no, I think we just went and just a the step too modern
17: far. Modern devil worshiper Illuminati—that's the right. counterfeit of the real quote. Eliminated, and they were Masonic. They weren't devil worshippers. They created the country, and I'm not Masonic. Give me a historical fact.
1: Okay.
4: <laughs> okay, I was uh, working part time at a golf course when I was 24. I just want to throw that in there in case you were keeping score at home.
1: <clears throat> uh, I thought that was the 150 women he didn't get to that point. I don't know why I cut that off too soon. That was weird.
4: Oh yeah, he he like bed 100. Yeah, he women. 150 women
1: okay. by the time he was 18 or something. Okay, like college chicks and stuff. Remember that? I mean, chicks dig him. They dug him, and he he was fighting them off with sticks or something. Uh, And then he told us about this. It's like some type of interdimensional
17: blight or 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 succubus succubus. has like attached itself to to, to people. Good heavens. And it's like either they're demon possessed or they aren't. Right.
1: Well, that makes sense. Either you're demon-possessed or you're not. And that's what it is. Yeah, it's
17: what, what it either or I've talked to a lot of top psychologists, a lot of top PhDs, or even atheists, and they said, listen, yeah. while you, were in you bed? study enough, <laughs> you look enough, you get into situations enough, you'll run into people yeah. that are clearly possessed
1: that's a great and who even
17: know information about Ooh. you, you've never told them, and they're not guessing. Right. Something else is coming through them. Not and like that, folks, that's what this is. But what about this? And To feel what the children are feeling. Oh,
4: no. <laughs> yeah, okay.
8: God, oh, God, oh, buddy.
4: pillow talk (laughs) 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 folks we gotta
17: we gotta get good people to stand up against these people good people Uh, Uh, uh,
8: uh, good (laughs) people
17: Uh, I probably shouldn't even have done this radio show today, or because it is. I have this disgusted cover
1: disgusted.
17: for how I just hate, the globalists, I hate the globalists
1: more than that. But way more
17: than that, and I, and I just get flippant and angry. But it's because, deep Tom, down, folks. I can see what they're doing, and I have, we have a responsibility.
1: But let me ask to stop these globalists. Where are the men, though? Yeah. Where? Are, where are the men in this country? Men? Where are, the, where are men men the men in this world? Tell what? Where are the men, Pat? I'm gonna leave you with that today. Wait, where are the men? For all this research, and I don't know.
4: He knows all these experts when he's out hoping everything. And then he's understand. out looking
1: for men all the time. I mean, it's a, he's busy, man. He's, he's got, a got a lot busy. on his plate. <laughs> Pat Gray
0: Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.